At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to Fox Sports Radio. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony Gargano will be joining us in a second. But we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote today. How are you today? Are you a little concerned about your favorite alma mater, your program? Are you a little concerned about your bracket? Because everything that is starting to unfold in this FBI investigation has become quite tedious and has had many, many people from players, coaches, alumni, fans, and everyone else on edge because they don't know how deep it goes, how far it might pertain to one of their favorite players, what are the future history of their organizations they like or they've fallen in love with. I live in Phoenix, and and everything that's come out about Sean Miller has been um, quite staggering. Uh, the reports were that Aiton, his uh, uh, top draft choice, uh, possible future dra- top draft choice, number two overall in the NBA uh, projections, uh, was reported to get a $100,000 payment in the wiretaps. Uh, and I read that this morning. I was like, and still uh, Miller isn't denied uh, doing any wrongdoing. But according to the wiretap, that's what's come out. Uh, it, it's, it's quite unfortunate, really, because 
there are going to be some good coaches who are going to step down. We've already seen uh, Rick Pitino. This wasn't due to the FBI probe, but other things. And the FBI probe, I'm sure, has had something to do with it. But Louisville tried to get from under it as quickly as it possibly could by separating themselves from Pitino. And Pitino's let go one of the more notable names in college basketball. And we'll see how the rest uh, falls with uh, with everything else. But the allegations are staggering. Up to 20 uh, universities, uh, dozens of players, some current, uh, some as far as already went in the league, like number one draft choice last year, Malkiel Fultz, that went to uh, uh, Boston from University of Washington. He was a uh, part of the ones, one of the names that were mentioned in this receiving improper benefits. You know, truth be told, it's like, it, and, and I'm curious to know, uh, I'll bring in the, the other guys in a moment, um, I'm curious to know what everyone's thoughts are because we've seen the reports, we knew that this was coming. Um, we didn't know when it was going to fall, what, how, to what extent it was, but you knew it was coming. And now you have an instance where the NC2A really doesn't have the manpower to police every university that's under its, its hold. It really, it, it, they leave it up to the universities to sort of corro- you know, you know, police and control their own, their own thing. But when you talk about college basketball, you're talking about some big money, big um, exposure for your program, your university, and everything else, coaches and players. And we, we've seen sort of uh, the reports like for some of them, you know, Duke uh, has a player that, that he's going to play today. Um, uh, you know, we'll see what happened. Miles Bridges with Michigan State, because these are teams that have a chance to chase for a championship. And, um, you know, that's, I mean, ultimately, that's what we're, what we're really talking about. Now, you run the risk if you're a university, you're chasing for a championship, and you find out that one of your players has become un- ineligible. Uh, we've already seen the gavel come down in Louisville where they had to vacate their national title. Um, and, and if they, if they, you know, these guys are seemed, uh, uh, ineligible. Uh, as I said, Miles Bridges from, uh, from Michigan State. Um, and, and then we'll see today, uh, Duke, that's what Wendell Carter, that's who I was thinking about. Um, situation and determined and deemed him not a risk for NCAA eligibility. So he should play today against Syracuse. Um, and, and there's other guys. So let me bring in uh, Triple M, our producer, and Iowa Sam. I know Figgy's doing some updates. We'll bring him in in a moment. Uh, Iowa Sam, you have a you have a, a, a true uh, a college and basketball connection because I know you follow a lot of college basketball. Absolutely. Um, what What are your thoughts about this whole in, in investigation in C two A thing? Oh man, I mean, if and Jonas Knox, uh, who was just on right before uh, the fellas here, he kind of he uh, talked about this a little bit too. It's it's. It looks bad right now, but it is going to help clean up this sport, which is a good thing. But, I mean, it's rampant, pervasive corruption, and it's it's really unfortunate because you're you're seeing these already powerful programs who take a hundred thousand dollars to give it to a a recruit to come to their school, and it makes the rich get even richer. But I mean, at least now, uh, a lot of this stuff is coming to light, and it's just starting. It's really just starting. It's like. It's like the uh, uh, stock uh, market ticker. It's going to keep uh, putting out numbers and names, and uh, no, we have not seen the the, the, the mightiest fall yet. So it's going to be interesting. And um, good year for my Hawkeyes to stink because at least I know that they most likely were not involved with this. But who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Triple M, your thoughts, real quick. 
Here, here's the thing with this whole college basketball, the whole the whole scandal, it, it sucks. It really sucks because now you're looking at just how dirty and just, but it's not shocking. It's not surprising because it, 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 we've been hearing about these types of things like impermissible benefits in college athletics for years, but to see it on this level is really shocking. Like to see big names and big programs like Duke, like Kentucky. Now you're just starting to point fingers at like, oh, who did it? Who Who's going to be listed in the report? And then you see these names come out today. You see Sean Miller with the recruitment of DeAndre Ayton and how that's going to impact it. But like Sam said and like Jonas said in the show prior to us, um, in the long term, it's probably going to be a good thing because you could actually clean up what was a broken system. It was broken. And I mean... I've always been of the opinion that college athletes are kind of getting screwed over a little bit, and I'm not saying, like, I mean, there should be some way that they should receive some form of compensation for what they do, because they go through a lot. I, I was a college student. I can't even fathom what an athlete would go through in addition to taking 12 to 15 credits. I mean, you were a student athlete yourself, Lincoln, so yeah, you, yeah. you, you kind of get where it's coming from, but... It's just hard to like see all these coaches getting involved in all these athletic programs sinking to that level to pay what a hundred thousand dollars just so they can drag a crew to a recruit away from Kansas because they really value that. It's just it's a broken system and hopefully it gets fixed. Well, it's a pleasure to be joined by Kevin Figures. Figgy, you're done with your updates. What do you think about this? Yeah, you know what? I think college basketball, college athletics in general is kind of getting, you know, what it deserves in this. I've always been one of those advocates that thinks that players, especially when schools are, are being able to profit off of, you know, their likeness and things that, and sell jerseys and make money off of them. Why can't a student athlete be able to make money off of their likeness when the university is able to do it themselves? And so this is, and everybody has said this, uh, you know, previously, this is nothing new. We all know that this has been going on for a long time. And I don't know if you can blame one institution over another, because quite honestly, and maybe I'm jaded, Link, you let me know, but I get a sense that everybody's doing it. Everybody's trying to get a leg up. So if you told me that Duke was giving impermissible benefits to try to get Marvin Bagley or that DeAndre Ayton was being shuffled, an agent was trying to you know shuffle money one direction or another to try to get him to go to Arizona, I mean, of course you believe it. And you know what? If, if Arizona hadn't have done it, somebody else would have. You know, and I'm not condoning it, but I'm saying this is the culture of college sports, and in football's the exact, you know, same way. You know, the the haves and have-nots, the haves are going to always try to pay more to try to get an extra edge. And I think until maybe this is something that was necessary, Link. You know, to to have sweeping change. Normally, you need something drastic, and if it took the FBI, as sad as it is for the FBI to have to worry about something like this. To get involved where you have heavy hitters like Duke and North Carolina and USC and Kentucky, some blue bloods getting heavily involved to where possibly next season you could have a lot of teams that aren't even eligible to make the tournament. Maybe this was something necessary to actually have uh, an actual tangible change to the way the system is handled, not only in college basketball, but just in, in uh, overall college athletics. I feel bad for the guys that are trying to do everything right. I, I feel bad for the kids that, you know, that. Once upon a time, it used to be high school basketball was the recruitment hub for basketball players to go to national level. Now it seems like AAU or specialty teams or private schools who go out and recruit these players because they live by <clears throat> they live by a different standard of rules 
that that um that they they can go out and recruit players and put them up in houses so they stay in their district and they can you know the, the, the private school they can take care of them that way and across the board it seems it, it, even down to the high school level and even lower than that that you're you're all of a sudden you see this this kid who's a stellar standout in a gym game and an agent's picking his brain and his parents' brain like, hey, your kid could probably be a top draft choice in the NBA one day. And all he has to do is go through one year of school. The system is flawed, systematically flawed from the NBA down to the lower levels. And what's unfortunate is that when you talk about impermissible benefits, it's everything from buying a guy a cheeseburger to giving him a ride to talking to him on a phone conversation or in person up into monetary uh, you know, uh, rewards to, or monetary uh, placement for his family or, or himself. And it's, it's, so, it's so wide, it's so general, the NC2A rule. They want to try to keep their players amateur, but as Figgy and Triple M and you guys have all said that, you know, they, the, the NC2A has profited off of the backs and the likenesses of these players for, for countless times. But not since like a movie like Blue Chips have you seen anything of this. This is, this is not new. This is not new, ladies and gentlemen. This has been going on for a while. The problem today is that with the one-and-done rule being in place, if you're a college program, you're a college booster, who knows how many of the head coaches really knew. I've, I've always been in the mindset, oh, they knew. They knew. You don't get a stellar standout in your program when your program hasn't had one. Or if you're being recruited, if you're going up against people like the Blue Bloods, the Dukes, the Kentuckys, uh, the Kansases, what's going to make a kid sign in Washington? No offense, I'm just saying this is what this is what goes through my mind as an alumni. Or or if you if if these other programs are so successful and you know you're going to get the exposure and you know what kids are about these days, it's not so much about the education. I to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's sad, but it's true. It's not so much about the education. It's about these kids wanting an opportunity to move on to the next level. And most kids in basketball are looking for the opportunity to be one and done because they're looking for the NBA. Now, in Fultz's thing, from going to Philadelphia, you know, he hasn't played all year. But he was the number one draft choice. So if you close your eyes and you have that voice of Nick Nolte and Blue, Chippers and Blue Chips and he's talking to, the, the you know, uh, who was it, uh, uh, Penny's uh, mother, what's he going to be if he accepts this? She said a millionaire. It's exactly what you got because <laughs> Fultz hasn't played a game and he's a millionaire and he's in the next, he's on the next level. Meanwhile, the university has got to suffer for it. You know, it was going to suffer for it. It's going to be, there's going to be a fallout from it. Uh, the people that come from behind him, there's going to be a fallout from, from one kid making a mistake, one kid doing something wrong. And so for every other kid, four, five, six, seven, other nine, 10 kids on a program that are doing everything right or trying to do it the right way, they're the ones who are going to get hit and they're the ones who are going to get hard, hit hard. We're going to talk about this all morning, uh, and right now we're up against the clock. But when we come back, I'm going to dive into this a little bit deeper and, and talk about how this has moved from what it was, which seems like ancient history, to what it is today. How agents and, and players and, and you know hangarounders are all doing their part to get the, to get the little their palms greased, if you will. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We are the fellas. This is Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should go to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. I'm in Lincoln Kennedy, and that's Anthony Gargano. And Anthony, cuz, what's happening this morning? How you doing, man? The world is crumbling as we know it. Well, what's interesting to me, partner, is that, you know, they can find out 
who took impermissible benefits through the FBI can investigate, but we still, after all this time, don't know who killed Biggie or Tupac. <laughs> they can find out who who got a legal cheeseburger. And as you, I was saying in the last segment, cuz before you join me, you know what's unfair is 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 two things. The, it's such a wide range from you know impermissible benefits. The scope of it, it can be somebody buying a kid a cheeseburger on campus, somebody uh, you know sitting down and, and, and buying them a soda or talking to them. Or taking them out to P.F. Chang's. Or we could see such widespread corruption in the sense where it was reported that one player received up to $75,000. Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, things like that. And, of course, with the DeAndre Aiden uh, you know, possible report, you can only imagine, hey, we'll give this kid's family $100,000 if he comes to U of A. That's a report that's surfacing around here in, in, in Arizona. And I'm just reminded of the movie, man, Blue Chips. You know, when, well, we talk when, about it all the time. We wanted to make yep. blue chips too. Yep. Except Lincoln, it's already been being made as a reality show. Of course. As we sit here right now, it's a reality show. It's amazing. But you know what? Here's the biggest thing: is I don't care. The kids deserve to be paid anyway, well, and right. the whole thing's been a sham for years and years and years. And you know what? Those kids have been exploited forever. Nobody really cares about the as student athlete, and I use the word student loosely. Nobody cares about one and done. All they care about, and quite frankly, I'm the same way. All they really care about is that there's games on Saturday. That's it. All they care about is that Alabama football can exist. Or Kentucky basketball can exist. They don't care about the this whole FBI, the federal government coming into the NCAA. They don't care about it. Is March Madness going to be intact? Can I pick my pools? Leave me to bleep alone. That's the public sentiment here. You know, I, I can't disagree with it. I mean, look, it's been, it, it, you'd be naive to think that it, this is just the start of it. It's been going on for years. Well, the sure, fact because is, is the whole that, thing's a cesspool. Yeah, it, right? the, the, you know, you're right. I mean, it's, it's the evolved. Double A's a joke, Link. You know it better than anybody. You're a college football Hall of Famer. You're a Hall I, of Famer. I've watched programs. I've watched programs thrive. I've watched programs, you know, and, and suffer because they can't, you know, necessarily get the, the the top name recruits like some other ones can. And so, who am I to sit there and say that anything should be anything is different when you know, let's say I don't know, pick a school, uh, Oregon State can't get the same top recruits that other places can. It's you think it's all in recruiting? No, I mean, there's something to be said when you know you're a kid, you're a parent. And you have a basketball player in Duke and Kansas comes to your door. There's something to be said about it. Sure. Those, those programs, you know, have had great history. And, and, and you know what you're getting with those programs now because those programs are mentioned in bribes and, 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 and rewards and proper benefits. Now it would be a wonder if, it, if there's anything different. And like I said in the previous segment, I'm, I, I feel bad for the kid who's trying to do everything right or the family that's trying to do everything right. Sure. Well, you know, again – but you wonder, like, I mean, how widespread is it? I don't know, Link. I sit here and, and it's a sports Saturday. What's what we do, right? Fox Sports Saturday with the fellas. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this show for 10 years. 
Yep. Where we come in before on Saturday mornings, before the games, and later today it'll be a big college basketball Saturday. We'll give picks for the games, and we'll look forward to watching the games. And that's all we really care about. And the fact is that the FBI going into this cesspool that is the NCAA, I, I don't know how you really fix it other than – the NBA saying, all right, well, we get rid of the one-and-done rule. You come in after high school, and then it's all above board where guys get stipend. They're always going to get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is is that you're going to have – let's just say there is a compensation package for the student-athlete, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that next year in place suddenly magically appears some sort of compensation program and you know per your ranks per star recruit and you come in and whatever it is you fetch you fetch is it a hundred grand is it 75 grand is it 50 grand it doesn't matter because whatever that number is there'll be a still be a duffel bag filled with cash to make Mm -hmm. that number greater Wow. Right? I mean, look, yeah. Ricky Rose said it in our movie that you referenced, which is Blue Chips, right? We, you referenced it before we before the break. Mm-hmm. And he said, I remember, forget, before he went to Western University and committed to Western University, and he, said, he goes up to Nick Nolte and says, Coach, I, I like it here, Coach. Um, I like the girls here, Coach. Um, well, here's the deal. I'll commit to Western University. You, you gotta give me 30 grand in a duffel bag. I'm a six foot six, white, uh, small forward. Right. I think the, the, I think that's the going rate and give my father a tractor. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Look, you know, like, when when I was coming up in school, when when uh, and when I got into the league, I heard all kinds of stories from football players, uh, the SEC and programs like that, and and Southwest Conference when it was back back in the day. I mean, this is what was going on. I mean, you you had heard that there were people who were getting paid to commit to certain programs because that was the way they were doing business. Sports had evolved to a business, and I learned that in college. I learned that the amateurism of sports was taken out pretty much the first and second year that you were in the college program because now it was about money. And so when I, I, re, I remember that I went to Washington with the, the, the thought that I could go into law. I wanted to be an arbitrator. I wanted to go into law. And all, the, all my polit, political science courses were offered in the afternoon. And I remember going up to my coach and saying, hey, I got these, co- these classes. I'm going to be a little late to practice. And he looked at me and said, wait a minute. We didn't bring you here to go to school. We brought you here to play football. Hmm. And you're not you're not taking classes in the afternoon. Your classes are taken in the morning. You get the credits, and then you do other stuff on your own time, or you, you rearrange your schedule. But then when, that's, that's when I realized that, that football Think was about a that. year-round sport. It's a business. Think about We're that. Not, that's exactly right. So so wow. then so when my kids are going through it, you know, I'm saying this. You know, you have to respect the hustle. When you get on a college campus, no matter what sport you are, if you're recruited, they're going to tell you that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and your program can't go on without you. 
And there are places where you're going to you're going to have the, the girls smile at you because here you are, 16, 17, 18 year old boy taking a chance, taking a step to the next level of your life, going to a place you've never been before, walking on the campus where you know there's girls, there's drinking, there's all kinds of things. And if it's a big enough program where you're sports wise, then you're probably a god walking amongst the people because you play that sport. And that's how much people want to be around you, want to want to want to touch you, and, and want to do things for you or do things with you. You learn that it's a business from that sense, and you, you recognize what your you know, whatever you use to get ahead is probably going to revolve around that sport, around that association, whether it be some booster you get in line with for a cushy job in summer, uh, or or someone that you turn to. Look, man, I I can't afford to take a girl out on a date. Can can somebody slide me a, a C note or something like that? Oh yeah, well just write down this uh, write down this receipt that you picked up two books from the bookstore, and here it is. So are we naive to think that this hasn't been going on for forever? It just happens that the FBI started a probe. I know, and I know by the, the way, you know, the athlete, the student athlete should be compensated. You know why? Yes. Because this whole ridiculous argument that, oh, well, you get a free education is a joke. It's a joke. The backs of these kids generate billions. I don't care if it's a video game. I don't care if it's March Madness. I don't care if it's a ball game. They generate billions of dollars across those two sports. Across football and basketball. And those sports fund every other sport. And those kids generate Millions for their own universities. Millions of dollars. Those kids. How Michigan State does. Right? Like Tom Izzo is a great coach, but he can't do it without his players. Right. Right? As much as he's a great coach, it's all about his recruiting, right? Mm -hmm. And then how he puts these kids together. And I love Tom Izzo, but Tom Izzo... You know, is able to be paid handsomely, handsomely, while those kids aren't. And, and you know what? Here's the thing: in 1991, after we won the national championship, it was my junior year. I moved out, and uh, I was actually living off campus that year. My scholarship check for 1991 is 420 dollars a month. Living off campus, I had to have a roommate. We were college athletes, two college football players living off campus in an apartment. 1991. In 1992, it went up to 450. That's what I was getting paid every month to be a student athlete. Now, that covered bills. That covered your food, your uh, utilities, everything. Living off campus, that's what you got. Yeah. And you're supposed to make and that, was that equitable? Was a, no, it's for not equitable. For what you did for as a star, as a, not, not just we a went, went to three straight, three straight Rose Bowls. The, you a, know, a, a great tackle yeah. that protected the quarterback. It's just not, it's not equitable. But that was and what, this is what, what we, and this is what we're going to talk about all morning, like, and, and, you said it earlier. You referenced blue chips. You said about uh, Penny Hardaway's mom, who who wanted the picket fence. That was all that wrong, or is nope. it just capitalism? Is it what this country's built on? Is it the spirit of competition? Hold the thought. Time now for some trending. Hello, my friends. Anthony, what's going on, brother? My main man. I gotta tell you. I don't know how you feel about this whole thing. Yeah. 
But this is a serious thing, and it's you know why, Fig? Mm-hmm. Because all we care about is the games. That's right. it. And the FBI, those three letters are involved, Fig. Yeah, that certainly uh, raises the stakes a little bit. And, and I mentioned it to Link uh, in, in the first segment of the show. You know, this is probably something that was needed. It needed to be this deep, this wide sweeping with this many heavy hitter type programs with the Michigan States and Dukes and North Carolinas to actually, you know, uh, garner some change. And hopefully something will happen, whether it's with the NCAA working in lockstep with the NBA and figuring something out as far as the age limit goes or finding a way to have players be able to profit off of their own likenesses in some way. Something is going to have to change, obviously, for it to be this widespread. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, there was some basketball on the court, by the way, some college hoops on, fr- it, on Friday night. Uh, you talked about Michigan State. Ohio State out there in the Big Ten got themselves a double overtime victory over Indiana. Uh, it was Rhode Island, 18th-ranked Rhode Island. They got a victory over Dayton. They win the Atlantic 10 Conference, the regular season, that is, for the first time in the history of the university. We'll go to the pros for a sec. The Lakers got a victory over the Mavericks. Lonzo Ball made his return to the lineup after missing 15 games, had 9 points, 7 boards, 6 assists. Julius Randle had a triple-double for the Lakers, 18 points, 12 boards, and 10 assists. The performance of the night of the NBA likely in New Orleans as the Pelicans got an overtime victory over the Heat for their fourth straight victory. Anthony Davis, 45 points, 17 rebounds, 5 steals, and 5 blocked shots. He has scored Damn. Only, Yeah, he has scored 38 points in the last four games, at least 38 points. Uh crazy streak that is going on right now trying to keep the Pelicans afloat at the bottom of the NBA's Western Conference. Tough loss for the Timberwolves uh, in a couple of ways. They got blown out by the Rockets in Houston. Houston is 1-11 in a row, but uh, Jimmy Butler left the game in the third quarter uh, with a knee injury. Did have x-rays after the game. Those were reportedly negative. He will have an MRI later this afternoon to fi- figure out the further figure out the severity of the injury. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. LeBron James also with a triple double and a victory over the Grizzlies for the Cavaliers. There, the Cleveland has won five of their last six. Memphis lost eight in a row. Bucks with an OT victory over the Raptors. Hornets and Pacers with victories. The Celtics beat the Pistons. In golf, Tiger Woods shot a 1 over 71. Four shots off the lead. Headed into the third round. And a couple of hours ago, as a matter of fact, in the Olympics, the United States actually medaled. Won a gold medal 10-7 to wow. seven over Sweden in curling. Men's Woo! curling. First ever men's curling gold medal, gentlemen. <laughs> Figure you're the man, Fig. Oh, yeah. We're the fellas, like Kennedy Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So you heard Fig and then the other part of our fellas team, of course, our man Triple M and I with Sam. Michael, good morning. My man, Ant, and Big Link, uh, good to be with you as always. Um yeah, I, Do you I'm, care about it? I mean, let's be real here. Do you really honestly care that the FBI is spending government dollars investigating college sports? I, I mean, we, we brought this up on Jonas's show, and Jonas was... It's like, do you really care? It's like, yeah, get to March Madness. We're still going to watch, right? I mean, it's right. that's the reality. And, I mean, me being a guy who graduated from college a few years back... 
actually about five years ago, but I, I did a piece for when I was working at my college radio station about student athletes and what they go through and having to take like what 12 to 15 credits in addition to committing to practice and going to games. So these guys go through a lot. And I'm with you, Ant. I think it's ridiculous that these guys put in so much money. They bring in so much revenue to the university. They, they don't even get anything. Like What they're making off of is these corrupt coaches who are making so much money, and then they're willing, okay, we'll cut a check for $100,000 so you don't go to Kansas, which is what happened with Sean Miller. So it's... It's ridiculous. It's a broken system. And even the coaches, right? Like the coaches are, they're forced to do what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, because it's like, their careers are on the line. Right. Yeah. Because there's so much pressure to win, especially these blue blood program, blue blood programs like Kentucky and Duke. And it would be a shame if Mike Krzyzewski was involved in any of this. That would be just bad. But actually, it actually wouldn't be. I mean, I, I just, because what it would do is it would, Shine the light that much brighter. That's a good on, point, actually. On, on it, and he's like, "Oh my God!" Even Coach K, even Coach K Saint, is involved in it. Saint K, right? Yeah, well, it you could know, clean I up mean, the sport. No, that's a good point because I mean, I, I'm just saying it from the sense of him being such a ambassador and just a big name for the sport. To see him involved in it from that perspective would be really bad. But from the angle that you're going with, and Jonas brought this up too, is like, hey. Maybe this is a good thing that all of this is coming out. Like, it's not shocking that any of this is happening because it's been going on for a long time. This has been what the NCAA and college athletics have been for a long time because we've seen these cases of impermissible benefits scattered throughout college football and in college basketball now. We've seen it so many times. So it's not shocking, but seeing it, like in this report from Yahoo and seeing all these prominent names and all these prominent programs involved, maybe it does clean up the sport and maybe it fixes what is a broken system. I'm missed to how it's going to clean up everybody, every, how it's going to clean up anything, to be honest with you, because let's face it, uh-huh. what's going to stop uh, 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 anyone from allowing an agent or somebody coming up and getting in their ear? And you don't even know if they're an agent at first. I mean, what I mean, what if you're you're a kid and you, you're playing on you're playing on blacktop, you're playing outside, and you got a little game to you, and somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, man, you know, do you ever think about playing AAU ball or or, or going to college or what's your situation mm-hmm. like?" You see what I'm saying? I don't know how it cleans it up. The the fact is, like I've always said, I don't think anyone's above the boo. And when it comes to these programs or these these types of ideas, it doesn't matter where you are. I think it's widespread. I think it's what do you do when you have a Six foot nine power forward who has the body of a, of a grown man who's 17 years old who has this choice to basically is projected to be the future number one draft choice. We see these guys coming out of high school now and, and we've seen them in, in going as low as junior highs where we've, where we've heard in the past where uh, a certain university offered an eighth grader a scholarship projected. Hey, you got a scholarship waiting for you when you're ready to come to this university. Yeah, how far I, back does it go? I mean, you're you're right on. Like, it does, how do you stop it? it? You you don't. I don't know how. It's it's impossible to police. I mean, the reason why it's going on, like we reference you reference blue chips, right? Mm-hmm. What was it from nineteen ninety what four? Was it, that oh, movie? Was yeah, but sometime whatever it yep. is, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know that's twenty. It's the, the movie's probably. You know, 25, almost 25 years old. Right. All right. You know, and so 
What does it really matter? Because it's the movie's almost 25 years old, and the reason why it goes on and on and on and on is because it's impossible to police. Right. And so the feds come in because of whatever illegal payment and right, you know. Uh, they feds come in and they shine a light to it, and and the sports fan doesn't really care. The sports fan goes, really, you know, wh- wh- why don't you go worry about ISIS, mm-hmm. right? Why don't you worry about illegal guns, right? Why don't you do, you know, there's a, there's a million other things. You just leave my sports alone. Yeah. And you know what? The bottom line is. And, and and it's funny because Triple M, you brought it up, and you know, oh, what if a Coach K, who's this, you know, supposed saintly figure, what if he's involved? Who cares if he's involved? First of all, these coaches will act like they're, you know, they're greater than God to these kids. They're all gym teachers who need to be taken down a peg, anyway. They're all good because of the talent they have. I'm not telling you that great coaching and making men is is a fallacy, but they're not gods on earth, and they sit in charge of these fiefdoms and have the egos, you know, the size of Texas, and they walk around. Like the student athletes should genuflect in front of them, and so it, this is what you this is what you got. It's a whole system that's a complete mess, and it's not a hot take or anything else. And the problem is nobody cares. Nobody cares. Don't take away my games. It's almost March, fellas on Fox. Welcome back, fellas, with Lincoln Kennedy and Anthony Gargano and diving into the scandal, the scandal upon us all over college basketball. <laughs> we have a little report on college football comes out, Link. <laughs> oh, boy. But you, know, <laughs> but you know what? Once again, nobody cares. I was Sam. Do you care? I was Sam. Um, you're I, co- you're yeah. from a college town. I do in the sense that, like, I I feel like some I feel like college athletes should be given some scratch just to like get through, you know, survive. Right. Um. But I don't like the, like the sort of the uneven triangle of agent to shoe company representative to athlete to coach. Like, there's like this. There's this, it's like an uneven love triangle where like the athlete is given some money, but the by and large, the majority of the exchange, the funneling of cash is between the coach, the shoe rep, the sports agent, they just trade the player off between when they're pro and they're amateur or amateur to pro. And I don't like that because there's all this money that's being exchanged and it's incredibly unfair. Well, I, I applaud you for having a moral stance, but I'll ask you again. Do like no, I'll still watch the NCAA tournament, <laughs> right? But and, I and, I'll, yeah. and I'll ask you this, right? So you're you're from Iowa, the great state of Iowa. Yes, indeed. And you, you are a you were raised a huge Hawkeye fan, absolutely. And 
and you're all your friends and family, everybody's Hawkeye fans where you grew up, do they care? Um, other, other than winning, do they care? I think that it would certainly get a lot of negative attention if uh, if Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey and his program had were also involved with this. I think it'd get a lot of attention. Um, do people care? Uh yeah, I think they care. I mean, but like, what can you do? Is just an outside. Uh, an do they outside really pers- care, or all they really care about is just don't take away my game on Saturday? Well, I think that you need to run a clean program in order to just have like any semblance of normalcy for a game on Saturday. You know, like if you know you really, you, yeah, I think like you, like you really like like because I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm going for football out there because like I. I guess my view would be, and as an outsider, this is your world, so I'm an outsider, that no one in Iowa really cares as long as Hawkeyes win on Saturday or play on Saturday because I that's my thing to do. I think um, just me personally, I like uh, stability, and um, I'd, I'd much rather have a program that either gets to bowl games and maybe once every five years contends for a – Big Ten title and a basketball pro- program that gets the NCAA tournament every year, every other year. Uh, I'd much rather have that than like getting these two or three extra players who are going to take you to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. I, I mean, how do you know you don't have a you don't have a a tight end who was that? You don't know. Oh, that was what given some some money yeah. to come to Iowa. Um, I mean, you're, you're you're it's funny because you're rational. Like he's rationalizing. That his program's clean. I, I yeah. didn't know your program's clean. I mean, that's that's exactly my 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 side of it is that how are you ever going to beat the ones that are doing this and and been able to get away with it for so long if you don't somewhat of sort of become like them? I mean, let's face it. If you look at some of these programs and when you go to football, why are some of these programs two, three, four deep at every position? Top recruits are going to these universities when they've already got people that are in position to play. It's not like you can sit there and say, well, you're going to play right away or, or, or dupe them in when you've got a couple of people, but you see the, the list line up of athletes going, wanting to go to this program. And for what? I mean, if, if you think about today's athlete, they've got an ego about them. They want to play. They want to be seen. They want to be the star. They don't want to sit on the bench and cheer for other people. So why not go somewhere where they could probably play? But yet they choose these programs where they become these football factories. Well, it, right, right, and, and it's funny because I don't know. Maybe Iowa is clean, or maybe it's not. Well, I'm <laughs> like, going off of I'm going like, off of like know, recruiting like, rankings where they put Iowa c- continuously every year, like in the 30s and 40s. You really think okay. that like they're, they're getting like you know that the the super elite recruit well, tight end, you know, when they're when well, they're eighth are, are, the are there recruit are there recruits better than Illinois? Yeah, because Iowa's just a better program right now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're going to bowl games where Lovey Smith is starting from So you from know scratch. for a fact that that Iowa's clean well, and Illinois's not. Well, but look at, like, Iowa had uh, an, an issue where they overworked their players and, like, 15 of them got rhabdomyolysis. Like, that's his own scandal. Maybe they just don't go and buy off recruits. Yeah, I, I, you know, and maybe they do. Maybe they do. My, yeah. my, my only goes point on to a is certain degree, Iowa. Yeah. It, could, it, it could be any program. I just I, I just use you as an example because sure. you're you come from a college atmosphere where all it matters it's a big part of it that's all 
It's a big part of Americana. We need to talk about it, fellas on Fox. You are looking live at a Big 12 title tilt. Number eight, Kansas, visits number six, Texas Tech. And we'll find out who paid the most money. Oh, that's Kansas cold. coming in. That's cold. With a salary cap of $148,000 and a dozen prostitutes. Oh. Versus Texas Tech with its salary cap of $105,000 in small bills and six prostitutes. Oh. Huh. So wrong. And that's what it is. And that's what it's about. Well, we hope everyone's having a wonderful morning because the FBI had to spoil it all for us. I was quite happy, quite blissful, with my head stuck squarely in the sand. I didn't really care about Sean Miller and whatever his ledger said and whatever he paid to his big man. Uh, You know, all I cared about was what time's tip? We want to go to the game, Link. And now, they're going to ruin March. I'm not to say the NCAA doesn't have a common. But do we really care, Lincoln? And will it really change? You tell we me. We do care because it's 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 a blemish. It's it's saddened because for every one guy that's that took improper benefit, there's countless other guys that didn't. Or didn't get paid, or didn't get anything. Oh, weren't good enough to get paid. Or might might have been. You know, I I was I was extremely disgruntled in my time because I saw what was going on around the world of college athletics, and you know, to this day, I hold true to. The, if I had the chance to do it over again, I would take everything I could. <laughs> I was worried about getting caught, <laughs> but and there are a lot of times that I wasn't offered anything, uh, and, and look how I turned out uh, as far as success in, on that field, but. You know, for every one kid, you know, the, the kids that are doing it right, the kids that are, you know, really not trying to take, just trying to grind. And sometimes you have to, you have to, you know, watch how you spend and, and budget yourself when you're in college. Uh, I, I will say this. I don't believe, you know, a few years back, I think it was a Connecticut basketball player who came out and said, you know, we deserve to be paid because we're really struggling. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You're not struggling. You're not struggling at college. Whether you have to eat at the training table and you can't afford to go out to your restaurant, that's something different. Your favorite restaurant. You might not have cash on hand, but they're never going to have you starve or live in accommodations where, you know, unsuitable or below human standards. So that's not the case. Um, but, but I do believe yeah, they should be treated like kings. But I mean, that's it. Shabazz to- Napier. Thanks, Iowa Sam. That's exactly right. He came out and said that. Um, but, but we do know that they, they I, we do feel that they should be paid because the money, you talk about what the coaches are making. You, you, you mentioned it last hour, cuz. These coaches that, that think of themselves as God, well, why not? If you go to a college town and you see a, a Nick Saban or a Tom Izzo, do you think they're playing, paying for their meal? Do you think they bought their own cars? Do you think they bought their own houses? No. It, these own houses, their own golf memberships. Anything. It doesn't matter. You, 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 you are a God when you're in, in, in a lot of these places. 
in these long times. So now all of a sudden you really, you do really think that your stuff doesn't stink. And I'm here to tell you for when you, when, when you think about it, and I, I've been paying attention to what people, coaches have been saying, um, and listening to people and, and the various assets. And I have to, of course, be mindful, um, uh, because, you know, what people say to me, because now I'm part of a meter, uh, member media, media member. Um, but the thing is, is that it, it comes back to complete deniability. But let's play this game. Let's, let, let's, let's just use this for an instance. I'm a head coach at Lincoln University. And you and Iowa Sam and Mark Mayer are my assistant coaches. And we're looking at film one day and I say, man, that, that Kevin figures, I really want him. That is a receiver that's going to put us over the top. Anthony, you're in charge of the offense. I want you to talk to your, your, your scouts and your recruiters and, and get that. Uh, I want that Kevin figures. I, I really want that Kevin figures guy to be a part of our team. You go and you have a conversation with one of your – you sit down with one of your booster friends. You're having lunch or whatever. You're having a cup of coffee or whatever it is. And I need uh, – hey, Happy, I need right. like 50 grand because this figures kid needs 50,000. And you got to get his – you got to get – hey, Figgy. Yeah. So was um, – who in your family needs a job? Uh, my cousin. My cousin <laughs> Donnie. My cousin Donnie right. can use a job. All right, so cousin Donnie, I, I need cousin Donnie to have a job. I need fifty in fifty k. All right, in a duffel bag for this kid Figgy. All right, because Figgy's got great hands, and Coach Lincoln over there is going to bust my rear end if I don't land this kid. All right, Happy, make sure cousin Donnie has a job. All right, well, I don't care what he does; he's got a job, and he can't be fired. Thank you, Happy. Meanwhile, right, we get figure on our roster. We coach, get figure on our coach. roster for fall. You're right. Great job, Anthony. That's what I'm talking about. Now All we're right. ready to go. Yeah. I have no idea what you did. Oh, by the way, I, I, no I, I, I wrote down the 50K. So uh, can you get it through expenses, please? <laughs> well, that's how you receipt. get caught up. That's how you get hey, caught Figgy, up. Hey, do me a favor. Can you sign this right here? That says I gave you fifty k, so I can get the fifty k back from Coach. Absolutely, thank you, Figgy. Yeah, because you don't care anyway. You're going to the NFL. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to the league pretty soon. So, <laughs> well, you know, like we we play this role, and it's true. It's all yeah. true. Yeah. It, it, it's all true, and and nobody cares. Like nobody cares because here's what's going to happen, right? Sometime, probably later this or early spring, later in the spring, the ga- the legalized ga- gambling will be legalized, sports gambling, at some point. If not this spring, right. then at Soon. some point within the next five years, sports gambling is going to be legalized. And that's something really people care about. They care about watching their games if you're – Alumni, they care about betting the games because it's fun. Because if I throw fifty dollars on Duke to cover today, I get to watch the. I get two hours of entertainment. I'm enjoying myself. I got fifty bucks on Duke. I'm rooting Duke, and it's a fun day. And what do I care if the players get paid? And what do I care if Coach K's dirty? It's all a joke anyway. Just leave my game is on. 
It's just straight right. up Because, by the way, right, it's all the networks anyway. The networks need, the, need content. So the networks get their content. They sell their advertising, right? So all those insurance companies can advertise, and mayhem can exist, and everybody's spending money, and everybody's making money, except for the players. Yep, yep. Mayhem's making money. The guy who plays mayhem in those commercials making a handsome coin, right? Is he making a handsome coin? And and Flo is still around for for Iowa. Right, Sam. she's made right. Flo's around, <laughs> and, and, and and quite frankly, <laughs> you know I'm anti Flo. I I know. Sorry, Iowa Sam. I know she's your girl. This is like a full circle moment for me because that was like one of my first shows with you guys. As we're throwing up Triple a poll M. about who uh, who right, who's I, better, Flo. What was it, Flo or some? It was some other commercial. Who's so better? No Flo, Pro Flo. Pro flow or no flow. flow. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Remember that, Triple M? <laughs> that was like and a life-changing experience course. for me. I found out things about Iowa Sam I shouldn't have found out. Yeah, Triple M at that time said, what the heck have I got myself into? I, Who are no, these that's guys? exactly <laughs> what I said. It's like, what did I sign up for? What is this? How in the world is this dude like <laughs> flow? I'm right. pro flow. Yeah. We're well, well, pro flow. But not a fan of the low flow, if you know what I mean. What? 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 Huh? A weak toilet, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what This show is already off the rails. There Jeez. it is. There it is. There it is. The dude I... likes flow, Fig. Yeah. And I, I think it was flow and like the chick from AT&T or something we were talking yes. about. Yes. Yes, that's is that, right. Is yeah. that what it was? Yes. Yes. She's the... annoying too. What was her name? I forget. <laughs> they I, don't actually... think, I don't think she had a name. Yeah, they never gave her a name. I don't think I don't they think. ever gave her a name. She was just there. AT&T girl. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's annoying. Yeah, she was horrible. But but she still was better than Flo. Flo Nobody's yeah. more annoying than Flo. Yeah, Floyd. She, yeah, Flo she's is... the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's horrible, Flo. You guys are too much. Yeah, too so, hard sorry, on flow. sorry, I was Sam. I, you know, I apologize. But that's all we care about, right? Is flow making money? Flow's making cash. But I don't know. You play for Duke, it's a big deal that you got a bag. Or if you play for Arizona, it's a big deal that you got, I don't know, a brown paper bag filled with money. <laughs> Come on. I mean, we're really here, right? In 2018, we're still talking about this. This is a story that's 50 years old. And so the FBI gets around to shine a light on it. And basically what it does is it, it moves aside a rock. And though you see, you just see bugs everywhere. Just crawling bugs. Damn, cuz. And it smells. Going deep. And it smells? Damn. Yeah. It smells. It covered something dead, rotten, putrid. Yeah. It smells and there's bugs. And I, I would just rather the FBI put the rock back in place, quite frankly. And let me just look, watch Texas Tech and Kansas and not think about it. We're the fellas on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should go to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Hey, we are the fellas. 
Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy, and we're coming to you this Saturday. Uh, we got some big uh, college hoop games that we'll get in and break down later on this afternoon. In don't, spite don't of the scandal, don't you feel weird doing it though, Link? Like, don't you, know you what? feel we? I don't know. Like, it's awkward. Like, we're going to transition from this whole deep conversation to all right, guys, let's pull the wall back over our eyes and well, talk about the games. Well, I mean, even before yeah. that, the fact that there's there there are other things that are happening in sports. Like the last time that we were on together. You know, it was NBA All-Star Weekend. So I haven't even talked to you about what you thought about the, the All-Star Game or the festivities or Fergie's National Anthem. I mean, you know, I haven't even gotten into you with that. Yeah, I, I, you're right. You're quiet. You're quiet. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, Fergie was horrible and the All-Star Game was good and who really cares? And, you know, you know, no, another I, thing I mean, like, like, who cares, huh? Like, I, I, you know, I mean, it's an all-star game and, you know, it is what it is. And, well, I mean, and, I, 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 I approached the question like this. Did you, did you see sort of a, uh, more of an attempt to play a little bit tighter, a little bit better than we've seen in previous years? It wasn't just a glorified ole, uh, uh, type of game where, hey, we want to let you shoot. Yeah, I mean, let you like, take you know, you saw know, some yeah. contested shots. You saw some defense, if you will. The players, I didn't, you know, it was reported and you heard various, um, open mics that they wanted to play harder. They wanted to change the climate of the, give the, the fans something to really appreciate by going out there and actually uh, trying on both sides of the court. Yeah. It wasn't a bad game. You know. No, no, I watched it. It was, it was all right. Um, I don't know, Link. I, I feel, <laughs> no, I'm going to get, I'm going to get real with you here. I, you know, I, I, this whole thing hits and, and, it, it, what it does, because you knew it was you knew it was going on, right? Like we mm-hmm. knew it was going on, and we know it's going on. We just don't know how deep it runs. We also know that you know these kids need to be somehow compensated because it's just not right. Right? It's just not fair. It's not fair to those kids. It's not. It's exploitation. At its at, at at its worst, and it's it's not right. And and the problem is is that you know, you fight with yourself because you know the whole idea of the, they get compensated with an education is a joke. Like we know it. Like you're a one and doneer. I mean, how ridiculous! I mean, Ben Simmons shown the light on the one and done situation, right? Where right. he goes to LSU. He didn't go to class. He knew. Why would he go to class? There's no reason to go to class. Yeah. You know, he was going to leave come April. So why go to class? You're only here for it's it till April. You know, I don't know. I'm disheartened, Link. Well, I mean, why are you disheartened? It doesn't really take away from the games. The games will go on. You you might not have as many notable stars on. I mean, well, look. Let's face it. The universities are under uh, are under the pressure of having to decide whether or not they're going to play the ones that are still involved in this investigation. Um, play and and their players on teams if they're going to play them. Does the the act of having like a, a national championship taken away or having a bunch of games um, um, forfeited? Does that, you know, deter a coach or a program from playing, like Michigan State, from playing a Miles Bridges? 
or Duke or Carter. I mean, does that do you are you deterred from that because of these because of the possible ramifications that can come from it if this player yeah, is proved I, to be I, ineligible. ineligible? I know, but like you know, like the whole thing. So it's well, I don't know. Bridges is ineligible, but you know, they've been paying got they've been paying guys for twenty years. <laughs> or no, actually, fifty years, whatever, right? Like it's <laughs> right, right. It's the whole thing just so broken. Yeah, it's such, and, and we've known it, and we've talked about it, and you know, there's always the hot takes and the righteous indignation that's out there. <laughs> because but now man, that we know it's broken, it, you have to figure out how how you're going to fix it. Yeah, because right. this has to be this has to be done, and I think not it's only- unfixable. You think it's unfixable? It's, yes, I think it's irreparable. Well, if you're the NBA and the NBA did not follow suit like the NFL, the NFL got got in bed with the government a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they got in bed and they said, "Look, you're going to have to have, have a mandatory three years, um, uh, and out of at high, three years out of, after high school, you graduate high school." And they they set that up with the government a long time, and it's been challenged. And it's fallen short because the pockets have been so big. But now the NBA, I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they can do that and avoid litigation or avoid litigation where they lose because you have too many instances where you have um, high school guys going straight to the next level. And, and you know, might not necessarily want to take past history in, in effect, but I think it would be argued in a courtroom um, that it, it shows it show, it sets a precedence that the NBA can't come in and say we you have to have a certain amount of years. So that's why the one and done rule is a joke. And if we're talking about guys who don't want to go to college and just want to go to the NBA, then you're going to have to either do one or two things on the NBA level, just do away and say you can come out of high school or come whenever you want to, or which will hurt college basketball and the NC2A, or you, you know, when you have a collective of minds, and, and this will probably be on the lines of collusion, which is illegal, saying that we're not going to draft any high school guys. No matter who they are, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I I don't even know how the NBA, like the NBA goes. Well, you, you know, so we get rid of one and done, and we can draft you. And if you're not ready to play, well, you can play in the G League or go overseas. And I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is, uh, you know, it's a shame because it was you and I grew up. In an era where Patrick Ewing played four years at Georgetown. That's right. Now, he wasn't going to class. Like, we knew that. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what he was being paid. But, you know, it was great watching Pat Ewing for four years in college. Yeah. Jerry mm-hmm. Tarkanian, right, Link? Oh, yeah. Talk to Shark. Rubs. Right. So it was a big deal in sports. So Vegas sports could happen. (laughs) Showed, right. Showed uh, the player, UNLV players with the the boosters. Yeah. Was that guy the fixer? Would they call him like, remember that guy the fixer? I don't don't remember the story, but I I know what you're referring to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll, let me bring back the boys, Triple M and I with Sam and Figgy. I mean, I don't know, Fig. I'll start with you. Do you really care? 
Um, generally speaking, no, because for all the reasons that were laid out earlier, we love the sport. We love what, you know, March Madness stands for. So we're going to watch either way. You'd like for some sort of integrity of quote unquote student athlete to still be upheld to a degree. Um, so I do think there is a way and it's like, it'll take some work, uh, but to kind of have your cake and eat it too, where they can still be amateurs, but still find a way to be more, uh, compensated better. So I care to a degree. Uh, I won't say say, I totally don't care. So let's just say, I don't know, uh, the school, University A, is paying its players, and they're paying them a total of 150 grand. That's the budget. That's the cap, Mm -hmm. right? 150k. Right. Who's to say that there's still there's still like some shady car dealer. That's got another fifty thousand. Because he needs to buy another player on top of the hundred and fifty he's already getting, or on top of the twenty he's already getting. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also. I, mean, I don't think it can change. No, I don't think it will change, but I do think uh, there you can it can help to a certain degree. Like when it, when you're getting absolutely nothing or close to nothing with I know the scholarship or room and board, but generally speaking, um, not getting really compensated at all uh, versus getting a, a healthy amount of money. Makes it, it make, makes a bit of a difference. So there's always going to be people who are going to try to skirt the rules. You see that heck, at the professional level when it comes to trying to skirt around rules or whatnot and things of that nature. So that's going to happen regardless of what industry that you're in. But it'll disincentivize you more if uh, if you're giving them a little bit of something. Right now they're not getting anything. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. Do you feel disheartened, uh, Triple M? No. Because it's been go, it's been going on. It's like why be disheartened over something that we know's been happening? And the biggest thing to me is why we don't care. And what you've been pointing out is the fact that we're going into the tournament and we're assuming something's going to happen. Yet no sanctions are probably going to come down because they're going to drag this out. So we're not going to care unless it directly impacts the NCAA tournament. And even if it does, we're still going to watch. It's still going to get ratings. It's still one of the most exciting sporting events of the entire calendar year. So nothing's going to change. So I'm not disheartened because who's to say that, like you said, Coach A is doing it and then the team that they're playing is maybe doing it. It's like like I've been saying the whole time. It's a broken system. It's hard to not believe that most coaches in the country are using some of these tactics. So you can't just pinpoint it. So I'm not upset. I'm not disheartened about it at all. We're the fellas. Figgy, take us away for a moment and tell us what's trending, my friend. All right, brother. Some Olympics uh, going on right now. As a matter of fact, we have the uh, bronze medal game in hockey. Of course, there are no pros playing, uh, at least no current pros in, from the NHL playing. But right now, Canada has a 2-1 to lead over the Czech Republic with about seven minutes to go in the first period. Earlier, it was the United States winning its first-ever gold medal in men's curling as they got a 10-7 to victory over Sweden. That was the United States' ninth gold medal of these Olympic Games. In the NBA, it was the Nuggets getting a 122-119 victory over the Spurs for their fourth straight win. Nikola Jokic with a triple-double, 28 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. That's three straight games where Jokic has recorded a triple-double. 
LeBron James also a triple-double and a victory over the Memphis Grizzlies for the Cavaliers. 18 points, 14 boards, and 11 assists. Performance of the night, Pelican star Anthony Davis with 45 points, 17 boards, 5 steals, and 5 block shots. As New Orleans wins their fourth straight game, they beat the Miami Heat in overtime, 124. That's a stat line. Great stat line. Guys playing playing out of his mind, 124 to 123 in overtime over the Miami Heat, who have now lost three games in a row. That despite 30 points from all-star Goran Dragic. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the nightcap in the NBA, the Lakers snapped a three-game losing streak. They beat the Mavericks in LA 124-102 to behind a triple-double from Julius Randle. The Rockets got their 11th straight victory, 120-102, to the final score over the Minnesota Timberwolves. James Harden with 31 points and 9 assists. Jimmy Butler for the Timberwolves did leave the game in the third quarter with a knee injury. X-rays were negative. The MRI is pending. The Bucks got an overtime victory over the Raptors. Wins for the Hornets, Pacers, and Celtics. In college shoots, Amid all the controversy, there was actually some action on Friday night. 18th ranked Rhode Island with a victory over Dayton to clinch the A-10 regular season championship. And 16th ranked Ohio State still alive in the Big Ten for the Big Ten Conference Championship. They beat Indiana in double overtime, 80-78. Fellas? Thank you, Fig. Fellas, brought to you by Geico. That's right. 15 minutes could sit, could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Big Link, I, I wanted to share this one with you. Yeah. So, I, I got, last week, if you remember, we were talking about Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the conversation, where where do we rank him? Is he an all-star? Right. Is he all, a know, Hall of Famer? So, the other day... I'm uh, clicking around. It's in the afternoon. It's a rainy day. I'm kind of just kind of resting after, like, I do a morning show. So I was just kind of, I'd gotten home from work, and I'm clicking the channels. And you know what I see? The Last Boy Scout. The last now, do you remember Boy The Last Boy Scout? Last Boy Scout. That One of the weird. all-time terrible great movies. Damon Wayans. That's right. That's who it was. Isn't it? Damon Wayans. And that was when the football player Bruce was running Willis. something on the field and something was blowing or you shooting somebody. Was that, yeah. was that that? Yes. He's okay. on the horse, the mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, blowing up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Great, great, uh, a great, just bad movie. <laughs> a great bad movie. <laughs> it is. It's, it's complete schlock, but it's so entertaining. Like there's the great scene where Bruce Willis has been abducted. He was tased by the bad guys, right? All right. So he shows up. They, he, he awakes from his slumber. And the bad guys are, are threatening. He's like, so this is the time when I should be shaking in my boots. So he says, you got a cigarette. So the bad guy hands him a cigarette. And he goes, I need a light. So before he lights the cigarette, the bad guy, boom, punches him right in the jaw, right? Knocks him down. So then Bruce Willis gets up, shakes it off, spits out the blood. 
and then says, it seems as though my cigarette fell. May I have another? <laughs> Touch me again. I'll kill you. Riveting drama. Right? You know, you, you and the bad guy, so the bad guy, boom, knocks him down again. Bruce Willis gets right back up. One punch, he kills the guy. Literally puts his nose into his brain. Mm-hmm. The guy, the bad guy's dead. Right? So this is the riveting drama. However, and again, the movie is about uh, a crooked football owner who is about to murder a senator in charge of legalizing sports gambling. So amidst this ridiculous plot, in a movie that came out the same time as Blue Chips, like almost 1991, in fact, earlier than Blue Chips, listen to this scene between the owner of the L.A. Stallions and Bruce Willis, whose name's Joe. Football is done, please, Joe. No heroes left. Not anymore. Since old Sonny Werbling paid $405 to Joe Nabel for the 66. Son of a they've just gotten greedier. God almighty, when's it enough? Jesus, free agents. Gimme, 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 gimme. Now you got guys on PCP wigging out and shooting themselves on the field. The American public... It's pissed pot tired of it, and they're changing the channel. Ratings are down. So you're going to bribe some senators to legalize gambling? Legalize sports gambling. You see, with all the heroes gone, legalized gambling is about the only thing it'll save the beast. You follow me, Joe? We're talking about some big bucks here. We're talking about billions. That's nine zeros, son. I'm not your son. Now, Lincoln, does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> is that just out? Is this crazy? Or ratings are down, Joe. No heroes left, Joe. Mm-hmm. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All Kirk Cousins want is more money for Kirk Cousins. Some mediocre quarterback who's going to cost some team millions of dollars, Joe. So what do we do? We legalize sports gambling. What's going on at this moment in time in this country? Supreme Court's about the rule on legalizing sports gambling, is it not? True story. What was the big riff with the NFL last late last year? It was it was about the protests, uh, the national right. anthem protests. People getting tired and changing the channels. Numbers changing are down. the channel, Joe. Isn't that uncanny? Seriously, isn't that uncanny? Absolutely. I, I, I'm watching this going, and like you know, you know how it is. I, and I'm like, I'm laying down. I'm like half watching the movie, and and all of a sudden I hear that, and I like perk up. You absorb it, and, the, and you you you, you went, listen to it, and you absorb. Wait a minute, that's oh, applicable now. Is that crazy, or is this 
like playing out right now as we speak, Joe. Absolutely. Seriously, the Triple M is that uncanny? Good job, Triple M, the, the, getting that uh, clip. It, Great it, job. It, it really is amazing that you can listen back to that and you can look at direct parallels of what we're going on in society. And this is what we're talking about 20, almost 30 years ago, we're talking about. It's it's uncanny. It's really amazing that, I don't know if you can call it foreshadowing, but because obviously it's a fictional movie from that long that long ago, but like... Just rolling in the sound because I because you guys know me I I haven't seen that movie of course not because I'm I'm the the triple M of this place so uh but yeah it, it's just it was just crazy to see that sound to hear that sound go in hear the back and forth between Bruce Willis and the owner of the L A Stallions and just hear that and be like oh my goodness this is what we're experiencing right now well the difference is mostly the fact that. It- a lot of the things that we know have happened and have transpired over the course of history, especially when it's around sports, was done behind closed doors. Now, if a conversation like that took place today, somebody would have tweeted about it. Yeah, or it'd, be it, it, would, it would have been it'd be on social media. It would have found its way out. Right. You know, just like Mark Cuban talking about you know his 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 Mavericks tanking to get in the position. Nothing safe Definitely. anymore, Link. Nothing. No, no, nothing. Nothing, nothing safe anymore. Like you're right. Back in back back in the day, like around when that movie was filmed you would be able to maybe hide something like that but now with all this these new ways of reporting twitter instagram these forms of social media that have got become so popular people are able to get things out and things are able to get out, get out quicker and you can't hide from anything anymore there's nowhere to run there's nowhere to hide right. it's it's kind of crazy Fig, what did you think of that clip? Uh, interesting. I th- I, echoing some of the comments that you guys made. You know, how, I guess, how little things change, except for the fact, to your point, just pure exposure, you know, and so how something like that ends up leaking out and how years ago it, ju- it just wouldn't wouldn't have been a factor. So, man, that's that's crazy. And you just happened to be watching this randomly and just popped on, it was on TV or what? Yeah, it was on like HBO wow. or something, whatever, HBO or Cinemax or one of them. Well, and and and, well, I, and I I specifically I was clicking around and I saw Bruce Willis and remember our conversation from last week. I had to watch it. It was Bruce Willis, right? Right. So I had to watch it, and and you know, and it's bad. It's but it's funny. It's so bad, right? right. Like yeah. you know, oh yeah, Bruce there's plenty Willis of films is, like that. Yeah, yeah, like you know, all these the dialogue is ridiculous. And, you know, it's, it's like the backstories are absurd. The Damon Wayans link is the quarterback who was disgraced and and ex- excommunicated from the league because of gambling. Mm-hmm. And his backstory is he got got the drugs because he was a star player. And in fact, one day he threw for three hundred yards down in Miami. But his wife and unborn child got hit by a trash truck. Mm. Wow. Somebody actually wrote that. Yeah, yeah. As a well, speaking of movies, I was thinking about you this week because I, I found myself um, uh, after doing something in the house, I'd flipping channels, and, and The Deer Hunter was on. And so I, I sat down and watched that over oh, again. I forgot movie. how much. It's a, it is a good movie. I forgot how much of the movie I had forgotten 
until I saw it uh, recently. But yeah, it was a good movie. And seeing those young actors and Robert De Niro and stuff like that, Christopher Walken, all those guys. And, and she was on mind. in the bar. Yeah, Steelers yep, Eagles. Steelers, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Steelers so. Eagles in, on in the bar. <laughs> yeah. They come out of the that. mines and, and watch little NFL football, Joe. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, welcome back. Feeling right. It was nice to hear that Super Bowl 52 recap. Oh, boy. I have to be reminded, huh? Well, he's still got the rest of the month to celebrate. <laughs> my boy, my boy out here, Karun, uh Look, he he got he got his I new license plate, and it said, you know, it says the Philly on it uh, with the, the the you know um, the Roman numerals, the letters that suggest the Roman numerals of fifty two. Um, uh, he's got his Super Bowl jersey. Eagles jersey. Oh you know why I can't with the hang with Karun? Yeah, I know. Surrounded by you Eagles. Tell fans. my man I was asking for him. Yeah, I, I, tell I'm, my I'm brother. Sure. He's my brother. <laughs> He's my brother in green. Uh, That's right. Use the rest of the month to gloat. Thank goodness this is a short month. Uh, you know, I was about to- <laughs> I was about to hit Iowa Sam up to hit the song again. Oh, but, don't, don't do that. We don't need yeah. that. Now, see, we'll, we'll have what do you to think be reminded Sam? of this. Should we do we it? No, we don't Iowa need Sam? it. Iowa Sam? Come on. Come on. We, well, we got, only got a couple minutes left. Let's, I'm, let's I'm, talk I'm, about I'm Mark hearing, Cuban. Uh, I'm hearing like, Lincoln's, uh, I'm, I'm sympathizing for Lincoln here. Thank you. I'm feeling your yeah. passion, Anthony, but. Should we, should we do it? Like, you know, no. break it up a little bit because <laughs> you're talking Mark about Cuban. scandals. Mark Cuban. Yeah, I mean, geez, it's, it's Joe, we're the, we're the ratings down, Joe, right? <laughs> Shouldn't we just go back to what it was and just get lost in the games? Wish we could. Right? Do we really care about, do we care about, you know, we're not returning the channel, Joe. I'm not turning the channel. You know why? Because the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Oh, Link. my gosh. Oh. Yes! Oh, just one time. Yes, Link. I feel better. Stop yelling at me. There are nine zeros in billion. Did you know that? There was nine zeros in billion? I feel better, Figgy. I feel better. I can only imagine. Yeah, so all of a sudden I'm I'm even taller. All of a sudden I'm like six eight. <laughs> I love it. I love it, like poor Kar because you have to deal with Karoon. He probably yes. does the same thing I do. All the time. Yeah. He he, yeah. he asked me why not watch the Super Bowl with him. I'm like, Are you crazy? I get, well, you want to hear this war chant? I mean, it was a high-scoring game. I, 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 no, no, I'm not going to sit there and torture myself like that. Yeah, we only <laughs> sang a fight song, I don't know, 13 times during the game. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know what's funny about it? It never gets old. No. 
it depends on what side of the coin you want. <laughs> <laughs> say, it yeah, doesn't. Eagles fans. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who had that hysterical laugh? I love you, salty efforts. I love Someone it. had an hysterical laugh I heard. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> depends on what side you're on, I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You guys be salty. All right. You can just be jealous. You know what's funny? When I was thinking about this, Kirk Cousins, like, has the NFL hostage. Yep. Kirk bleeping Cousins. Michigan State football getting paid once again. No, I'm, right. I'm sorry. That was bad. That was it all bad. ties together. It all ties together, Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. That's always bad. It was bad. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I got to stop thinking out loud. I'm sorry. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. And Kirk Cousins is going to get paid. Absolutely paid. Yep. And what's going to happen, Link? He's going to fizzle out after that contract the first couple years. And he's not going to win, Link. (laughs) But still, somebody will pay him. Certainly. And he's not going to win. We'll discuss it, fellas, on Fox. Ooh, welcome back. It is 8 a.m. in the East. It is 5 a.m. in the West. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. The team is Triple M, our fine producer. Iowa Sam, our fine engineer and associate producer. And, of course, on Trending's and a big part of the show is Figgy. Now, uh, Lincoln, when last we left, we had lightened it up a little bit. We've been talking mostly about the scandal involving college basketball. Uh-huh. Of course, the agency that's behind the payments that got uncovered by the FBI and how the log went for the players, uh-huh. the money. Like uh-huh. the expense report. It was logged. It reminds me of the movie Casino. Remember the movie Casino? I do. I do. That was on this week, too. Was it really? Yeah, it was on this week, too. And in the movie Casino, they were running the casino in Las Vegas. They were skimming it. They were skimming right. the casino. But, there, of course, there was there were the mob in Kansas City. and the And the mob guy... Was right keeping all the records because he wanted his expenses paid. <laughs> so he wrote down all the money he was spending, flights and everything else, for his illegal activities because, you know, he wanted the, the organization to reimburse him for wow. expenses. Or that, or he figured he'd just write them off for his taxes. Of course, one or the other, right? <laughs> Where's the line on the tax form for illegal activities? <laughs> well, listen, it cost me $379 uh, on that flight. All right? So I was going to pick up a bag of cash. That's work, right? I, that, I should be able to write this off, right? <laughs> I'm a runner for the mob. I should be able to write this off. The, the mileage that I put on my car. Shouldn't I, shouldn't I be able to write that off? I had 60 cents a mile. All right. 
<laughs> my man kept it. He kept records. Kept the law, yeah. He kept records, man. Yeah, you mean either how? I guess it's either brash or or stupid. I mean, either you think you're above the law and you never be caught, or no one's going to do anything about it, or you just you're just an idiot. I mean, why would you keep any record? This is, you know, it goes. I mean, you remember we were doing the show when the um the um the the Minnesota Vikings got in trouble for the the cruise. Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, you remember I said, look, I, I have I have hosted many credit rookie card. parties. Yeah. You don't keep no credit cards. You don't put a credit card down. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> There's no paper trail. Right. We, got, we, got, we don't want the families broken up or anything like that. Right. Hey, we were we were hanging with the guys. What you guys do? We just went to a place and you know, hung out and had some dinner and stuff like that. That's all that needs to be known. Straight so cash, homie. And stuff. That's right. You don't sit there and credit card receipt. Well, why is there a credit card? Why is there a credit card bill for a private cruise? Well, hold and, on. Let me, put and, on. Let me put it on the gram too. Let me put the receipt on the gram. Exactly. <laughs> Bunch of fools. I swear to God. <laughs> Bunch of fools. That all said, oh. we've been talking a lot about the scandal this morning. And uh, let me ask you, a man of the Pac 12 network, mm-hmm. tonight, Arizona in Eugene to play right. Oregon. What's that going to be like? They're not going to be focusing on the game. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, like you really like what's it going to be like? Uh, in, in all honesty, it's it's going to be, you know, Miller's going to be asked about the the, the report that came out. Um, Sean Miller, head coach of U of A, because it was it was reported on a, a wiretap from the FBI. One of the things that came out last night and this morning. Was that he was working to arrange a hundred thousand dollars to go to DeAndre Ayton, his star, star freshman. Triple M, what's that? What's going to be like, Triple M? Uh, it, it's going to be strange. I was just having a conversation with Figgy in the break about what what's actually going to happen and like what's the timeline going to be for Sean Miller because we all know he's going to get fired. Like we all we all know what's coming. It, and me and Figgy were having this conversation. Figgy, you can jump in here too because we were saying. How can Arizona honestly go out there and basically have Sean Miller running the sidelines with this huge distraction in a big conference game against Oregon? Like, how how can you do that? It's like I'm trying to figure it out where how how you can honestly have Sean Miller being the head coach tonight, or you could put him in an interim situation and bring somebody in because either way, it's going to be really uncomfortable. There's the athletes, especially DeAndre Ayton. Like that that guy is gonna get pestered with questions too. The guy's only a freshman. He's the center of this whole thing. It's gonna be strange. And I'm wondering if we're a couple hours away from a press release from Arizona basically saying Sean Miller is he's taking an indefinite leave of absence or something weird like that. Well, but see, here's the thing. Here's the problem with that. If you do that, then you're admitting guilt. If Sean Miller's not on the sideline and you're just going off of this story because we we I mean I don't know what they've what they've been reported on. It seems pretty confident the the sources and everything that's come out surrounding the story so involving the wiretaps. But if Sean Miller or DeAndre Ayton are on the court, you're actually admitting guilt. It's true. Fig. 
Yeah, or you're getting out ahead of it, too, just in case something does come down. I mean, look, if something were to come down, you played an entire season to this point, so retroactively, I guess those wins will be taken away anyway. Now, again, this is all just based on a report. Nothing has been publicly released, and who knows right. how long until it actually does get released. Exactly. Um, right. So so that's one thing. We have, we're kind of just taking all this as fact, you know, that Shaw Miller's, you know, voices on tape talking about, Hand me the money to to get handle DeAndre Ayton. So it's uh, it's all still up in the air. But you have to wonder, you have to weigh whether or not it's worth the distraction to keep him on as head coach, and even to keep DeAndre Ayton playing, who you know is a month from now, next year he hasn't he's not going to be tied to the program at all next year. You know he, he was just pa- he was passing through anyway. So I don't know if it's it's not an easy decision one way or the other. I was saying. Are we? Uh, we're, we're projecting the atmosphere in Eugene. Yeah, what, what's it going to be like? Oh, it'll be weird. The com- I'm sure the commentators. It'll be the first thing that they address uh, when the broadcast starts. Um, again, yeah, I don't. There's just no way I can see Sean Miller appearing there. It'd be one of his uh, coaches, and I mean, we can't. We we're not. There's no wiretap inside the huddle, you know, so <laughs> we can't hear what they're saying, but. You know they're going to try to play ball, but you know Oregon's not a bad not a bad uh, program most of the time. So I don't know; it just doesn't look good. It's going to be very shaky ground from here on out. And by the yeah. way, we see this stuff happen. It's already cut you off there, and we see this happen too. When I mean, nothing was officially levied against Louisville, but when Patino was initially suspended before he was fired, but they got out ahead of it and didn't allow it to fester. Um, so it could be a situation just from a public opinion standpoint or, again, public relations standpoint. So we just don't want to deal with the distraction. It might be best for all parties if, for right now, you step away and we deal with this later. So I think that's that's a way they can look at it, too. The well, that's certainly to- a way that you could paint it, but you also have to take into consideration Arizona's the top of the Pac-12 in, com- in, in conference, right. the top team in the conference. They're representing one of the only teams. I think there's only probably going to go two teams in the tournament. And so... As you mentioned, Figgy, if 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 it was found out they had ineligible players, that they're going to have to relinquish the rest of the season. Why not play it out? That's why I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate on this. Sure, side. I oh, agree yeah, with your point. That's points. a good way to look at it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I get but it. Just because it still generates a whole lot of money. The, the thing is, is that Louisville is going to be forced to pay things, pay people back, is what the report are. I don't know how you police that or how they handle that because we know Louisville basketball has made tons of money over the years. Um, but in Arizona's case, and I felt this a long time, even working for the conference, I felt that the Arizona put more of an emphasis in their basketball team to say they did their football team. Um, it's not, and this is more of a basketball school than a football school. Um, that being said, this, this program, this part of the program is, is, is big. So I don't know if, if suspending Sean Miller or not having him on the sidelines today's game sends the right message. The Man, I don't even know, I don't even know how you go and play. Like quite frankly, that's a good point. How, yeah, like, like you know, it's, it's amazing because it's in what an ESPN game, right? So it's ten o'clock Eastern, seven Pacific, and you know the you know the typical college basketball Saturday, and for a televised like a a prominently televised game, and like how do you just go about it in in normalcy? Right, like when when we know the whole thing's a sham, yeah. Like, how do you just go play ball, knowing this whole thing's in front of you? Like, I, I, you know, I'll tell you, it's it's pretty bizarre. It is something we've never seen. I don't think we've seen the likeness 
of now that you've got many people out there calling for death penalties to these programs. I mean, saying that that's, you know, the, the, that's the most severe penalty way of, of doing it, but yeah, they're, they're calling for it. And they're saying if, the, if it comes out the way it's supposed to or the way it's been positioned, that these coaches, these programs knew about it and they act, actively participated, they want death penalties to the programs. Could you imagine death penalties to North Carolina, Duke, Duke. Kentucky, Michigan State? That's Kansas. Those programs are college basketball. That's literally the whole you sport. You are looking live <laughs> at the exactly right. 2018 Final Four featuring Holy Cross, Northern Arizona. <laughs> right, Holy Cross. Yeah, throw, throw some random schools in there. Sacred Heart. <laughs> And of course, our favorite Elon. Yeah. Elon. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Phoenix. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, you know, th- this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. But it, but it also affects it. You know, the thing is that according to the report, it's not just the premier names we're talking about. You can go like Wichita, Wichita State, some mid majors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Greg Marshall could totally be involved in this, and like the program that he's been able to build on a mid major level. Yeah, right. It's like it's like because I think one of uh, one of uh, his players, Fred Van Vliet, was listed. It in was that Van Vliet. Yeah, Van Vliet was listed in that re- in that report by Yahoo Sports. Xavier so. was brought up, but Chris Mack actually he's the only person to speak on the record and say we had no involvement in any of this whatsoever. Uh, no other coach, no other program, to the best of my knowledge, has said a word about any of these reports that came out. Chris Mack, by the way, I be- I believe he relieved. Uh Sean Miller? He did. When Sean Miller took the Arizona job, yep. Mac took over at Xavier. Yep. And one of the people, Richardson, uh, what's his name? Juice Richardson, whatever his name is, one of the assistants at Arizona was with uh, Sean Miller at Xavier, and he left to go to Arizona with him. So who knows how far back this could even go with Xavier. Man. Just, you're just waiting in a cesspool. Yeah. And who knows how long this is going to take? Because the FBI is still investigating. And the NCAA has to do its own investigation. They can't do anything until the FBI is done. And and, and we're just in basketball. Right. Yeah, just basketball. What happens to football? Where you got, you know, lots and lots and lots of players and more, more availability for payoffs. Wow. Now you're raising your eyebrow why why LT chose North Carolina, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you really want to go North Carolina? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's that duffel bag, neon. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's the duffel bag. Straight cash, homie. We're the fellas. Wow. Fox Sports Radio. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. The fellas, Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy, coming right at you. And I was reminded um, over some notes I was looking at, because that um, our boy Iowa Sam um, has a pretty is pretty knowledgeable of all the college mascots. Um. And and so I, I remember we had did something with him a while back. I said, this is pretty interesting. I, I, I think we should try him a couple times for the remainder of the show. Just throw out random schools and see if he can tell us the name of the mascot. Is that right, Iowa Sam? You, you, you know? Yeah, no, I, I feel like I know a good amount. I'll try. Okay. I'll try. Some of the, right. the mid-majors or the, the small majors, as you could say, uh, th- those are a little tougher. Okay. 
Well, let me let me yeah, just throw a random you, one at you right uh, now. What's what's uh, Grand Canyons? Grand Canyon. Yeah, there's the a Grand University. Canyon University. Yep, Grand Canyon University. What Ooh, mm. that's it's right in my backyard. GCU. So I just wanted to. Yeah. Oh man. You know, oh, we'll I, can't, I can't get that. I don't know that. Got them stumped already. Ah, <laughs> they're they're a new school though, aren't they? Antelopes. They're the antelopes. The antelopes. Okay, but they're okay. are they relatively new? New yeah, they university. Are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is Dan Marley still coaching over there? Yes, he is. Wow. He is. Okay. And he's got. As a matter of fact, I think they're. Yeah, I heard fourth. they're doing really good. You're right. In the Western Athletic, they're fourth in New Mexico well, State. Oh, they got in the whack. Okay. Dang. Yep. yep. There you go. Please, so, please test me some more later on. I will. I will. I mean, I will throw the obvious ones out to you, like you know. I, I don't want to give you one that's too easy. What about Texas A&M Corpus Christi? Oh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Ooh. Got them twice? Oh, Man, that's a oh, tough one because I've, I've seen them before uh, in person uh, playing. Stony Brook. Uh, they are the uh, – Stony Brook is the uh, the Sea Wolves. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. All right, Corpus uh, Christi, uh, Texas Corpus A&M Christi. is called the Islanders. They're the Islanders. Oh, man. Yeah, I would never – no, never, no way. He's got a brush uh, up on his Southland Conference yeah, basketball, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. I was him. Yes, sir. Do you know how much the mascot say the the terp the tur- the turtle was paid? <laughs> what do you mean? Huh? <laughs> how much he was paid under the table to the to be the turtle? <laughs> oh man. <That's>... Um, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Fifty grand, yeah. that, that incredible skill set of that that turtle, yeah. the dancing turtle. I don't know. It requires, it requires some vert, vertical ability. You got to jump up and down, right, for an extended right. period of time. There's yeah, there's some there's some athletic right. ability required sure. for that. Yeah. What we, I, you know? It's funny because we're talking about it, and I still don't know how we have a, sa- a college basketball Saturday. Like, how do we go? Like, I don't know. How do we just go? All right, well, let's watch games. Like, I don't know. Was any of your plans to watch any of the games today? Yeah. Boys. Texas A&M. I mean, Texas Tech and uh, Kansas. Right. Oh, I'm, in, I'm interested in that game for sure. Uh, right, but like, yeah. well, how do you watch it? You just watch it. With this in the front of your mind, how do you, like, watch it and take it seriously? It's 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 a great question, Ed, Like because you're you're so absorbed in what just happened and what was revealed to us this week. And – if you're an Arizona fan, like think about that for a second, because I know we were talking about Sean Miller in the atmosphere. What if you're an Arizona fan or you're an Arizona student? What are you supposed to think tonight watching that game against Oregon? Like, what are you supposed to think? You're like, oh man, we're we're probably screwed. Uh, our coach is probably going to get fired. But you know what? Hey, go Wildcats! But, like, Bear but down, if, yeah. Correct, right? Like, you no, know, you're right. But even if you're in, I don't know. If you're a Duke fan, right, and you got you got a well, good game, Syracuse. Let's tonight. let's be practical and realistic. I mean, outside of the environment that is the college atmosphere, you already know if you're involved. If you're on the campus of Duke, you already know Duke basketball players are gods. You already know that. Whether you're a professor, you don't like athletic athletics or, or athletes, and you don't want them in your class, or you're you're a teacher who loves athletics, and you've been one of the Cameron crazies for twenty something years, or you're a student. You're involved in it. Basketball season is what you look forward to if you're at Duke. Yeah, but not anymore. Could you could you go 
It was all poisoned when that report well, comes you're, out. You're, you're slightly worried, but you don't have anything until it comes out. You don't know to what extent. I'm sure the, the general climate control uh, systems that are in place at these universities are like, well, let's just wait till the dust settles or our coaches have no knowledge of doing anything wrong, complete deniability. I mean, all these stories that come out. Sean Miller, for example, is holding on to the statement he made in October. I never knew I did anything wrong, and I'm still standing by that. That was the statement that was released uh, last night or early this morning. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I just, I just, um, I don't know how we. I don't know how you're. If you're a Duke fan, you watch against tonight when they play. You know Syracuse, and you go, "All right, you know Duke Syracuse, what a game!" Well, if you're a Duke fan, you're probably you're probably glad that Bagley's injured if he's involved in this and he's not playing because now you can now you have a way out, right? But you also have Carter and stuff like that, and um, that they said that they're going to play him. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, listen, I mean, I get it. I just, yeah. it's just, it's just a funny, like, I don't know, Figgy, like, you know, do you sit back and, and, you know, watch hoops all day knowing that this is really all going on and everything's a sham? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, still love the sport and you still have the tournament looming. And again, no final, at least you wouldn't think. You know, nothing's going to come down for a while with any of this. So I think if you're a player, it's probably in the back. Is it in the back of your mind that well, none of none, none of what I do matters? You know, because all this stuff is going away anyway. I don't know if that creeps into your mind, or do you find a way to try to block it out and just go out and you play for the love of the game? For me, because I'm a fan of the sport, um, I'm still going to watch. I I enjoy college basketball, so uh, it, I'll be thinking about it, but I'll still it won't force me to not watch. Yeah, you know, and look, I'm like you guys. I love it. And, you know, I was looking forward to, uh, it's supposed to rain here today. So I was looking forward to, like, kind of nestling in with the, with the kids, having the college, having ball on. You know, I love just sitting back and hearing the squeak of the sneakers and just watching college hoop. I love it. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, it just feels... It'll feel weird, I think. I just think it'll feel odd knowing that, I don't know, like I, I, we can wake up in two weeks and Duke's dead, right? Like the the, the program is uh, the horrible allegations. Kentucky, I mean, literally could affect just about every university. True, true. But at the same point, until we hear or until, or until the reports are out and you have you know validated proof, Especially in our market of what we do, because all we can do is report on what we see and what we know, right? Yeah. So you 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 hope that you know once the FBI releases their investigation, the NC2A has to do their investigation. Investigation. This might take you into the time where you know basketball is already over. So we we already had the March Madness hype, and the final was done. You know, and and we're yeah, now. We're, and we're, I think we're, you're right. I mean, we know how, how slowly government moves. Certainly. And. Especially yeah. when it comes to money. I mean, you can outlast and keep a lot of things on hush if your pockets are long enough and deep enough. It is bad, man. It is bad. It is bad. Amazing. I, I'm still, I'm still like kind of, you know, kind of stunned. Not stunned because we knew all this stuff happened, but the fact that the FBI investigated, and we were waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it, oh, yeah. it dropped in a big way, man. It dropped in like, in like an anvil. Figgy, give me some trending, would you? Just to take my mind off of it. <laughs> 
All right. How about some uh, Olympic hockey there for you, Ant? Will that cheer you up a little bit? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the score anyway. Uh, Canada's leading the Czech Republic 3-1 as they head towards the end of the second intermission. This, of course, for the bronze medal uh, in the uh, Olympic Games uh, gold medal game. Uh, we take place later tonight, as a matter of fact, as uh, Germany. Uh, Germany will be in action against the Olympic athletes from Russia. We can't call them Russia, even though it's all all just the same. Uh, the Americans did win gold earlier this morning in curling. The first ever gold in men's curling uh, for Yay. Team USA. Yes, a very impassioned uh, Anthony Gargano. Uh, Ten to seven was the final score. Uh, the USA as a country, we now have nine gold medals total. We are four, placing fourth uh, currently uh, in, as far as uh, total gold in the Olympics. Had some uh, pro basketball on Friday night. Blazers beat the Jazz 100-81, snapping Utah's 11-game winning streak. Clippers got a victory over the Suns on the road. They have won six of their last eight. Triple-double for Nikola Jokic at the, as the Nuggets beat the Spurs 122-119. to Spurs have lost six of their last seven. Pelicans with an overtime victory over the Heat. Anthony Davis filled up the stat sheet. 45 points, 17 rebounds, five block shots, five steals. LeBron James also filling up the stat sheet. He posted his 11th triple-double of the season. 112-89 to was the final score as the Cavaliers beat the Grizzlies in Memphis. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Lakers snap a three-game losing streak. They beat the Mavericks. Julius Randle with the triple-double there for Los Angeles. The Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo with 26 points, 12 boards, 6 assists. Bucks beat the Raptors in overtime 122-119. to Pacers beat the Hawks. Celtics over the Pistons. Some college basketball scores on Friday night. 18th-ranked Rhode Island with an 81-56 to victory over Dayton. 16th-ranked Ohio State with a double overtime victory over Indiana. Fellas? All right, Fig. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Sw- uh, switching gears a little bit to the NFL, Link. Uh-huh. Uh, where do you think Cousins winds up? New York Jets. The uh, Jets have been trying to make that push. Makes it, it makes the most sense to me. Look, I, there have been rumors circulating about um, Denver, Minnesota. I think for Denver standard, Denver's going to have to give up too much to afford him uh, as far as their offensive weapons. Um, in order, and especially when he, the, the reports, and it could have just been you know smoke, but reports are the 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 Jets were willing to make him a fully guaranteed contract. To do whatever it takes to get him there, um, and I think that's a little tantalized. They might not have all the offensive weapons, say that the the, the Broncos do, but they're not. The Broncos are more strapped for what they did on defense, and they have to relieve and unload some things. And I think it's whether it's um, Sanders or Thomas, one of those star receivers is going to be gone after this year. They're not both going to be in the books. So um, I, I think. The Jets makes the best uh, possible uh, possibility for him to land. Will he succeed? So will the success? Will the signing be a success? Let's put it like that. Well, in the sense that I think if the Jets sign him, they they definitely take number two spot in the division. Now, whether or not they can beat the Patriots is yet to be seen. But I think they're you know with their defense and what they've been able to do on defense and their young talent. 
I, I definitely vault them to number two in that division, which gives them a wild card chance. Yeah, it, it, there's still I, I, nobody I do, in that division yeah, that's going to dethrone New England. Without I, a quarterback? I well, no. I mean, I, I assume they're going to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I like where Buffalo's trending. I should say. Right. I see. What they you're have saying. two ones, two twos, two threes to go all, to go with a playoff team that has a really good that has a great running back, right, and uh, a good young defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that point. But until they make up their mind at quarterback, because we've often seen, especially with teams that have a lot of picks. They mess up. They fail. You know, the, the big thing is, is that Kirk Cousins is generating a market, so everybody wants to see where he lands. And there's tons of speculation out there about, you know, your Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles, whether he goes somewhere else. There's still a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be out there. I mean, honestly, I see – I envision Tyrod Taylor is going to be in a Bronco uniform. Um, I'm surprised the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to stand by, you know, uh, Bortles, but that's the reports that are coming out. You know, give Eli another chance. So if they want to stick by Eli the next couple of years, they're going to draft Saquon Barkley, uh, the Giants will. So, I mean, there are things that are f- f- roaming around. I don't know what happens with the Vikings. Um, you know, they put some sort of tag on Case Keenum to protect themselves. But, you know, maybe maybe someone makes a jump. Or maybe the Broncos, you know, get Tyrod Taylor with a draft choice and then uh, a later draft choice and then go and draft, uh, you know, um, uh, one of the quarterbacks in the early round with their their sixth pick or trade up. Who knows? Lots of would would you would you trade? Do you believe Nick Foles will be on a different team? The Super Bowl MVP. Do you believe he gets traded? Yes. I don't think the Eagles should, but I do think they will. Get him while the getting's good. Get something for him. They'll probably ship him off to Arizona, something like that, to get a couple picks for him. So now I was told, it's funny, I was told that they would be lucky to get a three. Yes, because Nick Foles has already had, he's already, he's already had his bags packed and traveled around the court, around the league. It's not like there's anything new. I mean, what makes sense for Nick Foles is you go to a place like uh, Minnesota, where, uh, you know, was it, uh, what's his name? How do you pronounce his name? The offensive coordinator. Filipiano, something like that. Um, I'm drawing a blank, my goodness. Yeah, Anyways. no, no, no. Yeah, it's it's uh, John D. Filippo. Dean Filippo. Okay, D. Filippo. Um, he was he was one of the guys that worked with Nick Foles in, in in Philadelphia. So maybe you have that connection that that helps you make a move for him. Um, but Nick Foles has already got a history. I mean, he's already been around the league. Yeah, I I, I feel you. So Bill so Polian says, did you see what Bill Polian said? About? If you're the Eagles, your asking price should be, at the very least, two ones. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, there's no harm in asking. I can, see right. the, I can see the logic of a negotiation. There's no harm in asking. You go high. If you if you start off with two ones, then you're like, okay, well, we're not going to go that far. What if we go... You know, uh, two this year and a four next year. Then you're still getting more than you really than he's truly valued at. Mm-hmm. If your guys don't do their homework, right? Now, I was stunned when Bill Pauline said uh, two ones. I think he said two ones and two twos. Well, so yeah, of course he asked. He's a, he's a Super Bowl MVP. You ask you ask for the world. I want you to give me the world. There's nothing and, wrong. And, with that. And, and here's a, and here's what I would say if I were the Jets 
or if I were the whomevers and needed a quarterback, I would say, excuse me, he had 10 quarters, albeit 10 important quarters, but nonetheless, 10 quarters, 10, that I would take out those 10 quarters out of my pocket and go and count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. <laughs> and then say, you won how much? Because before these 10 quarters, he was nothing but a backup and was not, was trending downward. And now suddenly you want me to give me, give you two ones and two twos. Are you out of your mind? That's what I would say. Well, it makes sense. But here's the thing. If you're the Buffalo Bills and you've got all those picks, those two first-round picks, they got 21 and 22, you need a quarterback. Now, there are some, there are some um, draft reports that say that Buffalo at 21 will go after Mason Rudolph, say, out of Oklahoma State. But what if you trade that pick or one of those picks, those first-round picks, and say one of the other picks to Philadelphia to get Nick Foles? And then you can afford to draft a Mason Rudolph and allow him to train because you've got a Band-Aid over your wound, hopefully. Yeah. No, I feel you. I I would not. I mean, personally, I wouldn't. Oh, I don't don't think. I I told you because we talked about it last week. I don't think that Nick Foles is a franchise quarterback. He, He can be a bridge in the right system. And what I mean by a bridge is that until you figure out your quarterback scenario, your long-term quarterback scenario, you can use one or two years out of him. But he's not one that you build, bring in and say, okay, now we've got a franchise quarterback. We could commit countless dollars to him for a five, six-year contract. And there, and there, there we go. We're going to, we're, we're going to stay by him and we're just going to look for a backup. No, that's not the case. And I don't see that being the case. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I feel you. It is interesting because, it always goes back to that position. Always. Well, you have to have a quarterback to have a chance. Damon Wayans <laughs> was the quarterback. I come might, on, J- Jamie Foxx was the quarterback in any given Sunday, right? So if that's if you could believe that, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Jamie Foxx or Nick Foles? <laughs> uh, Jamie's too cool. Give me Jamie Foxx. <laughs> All right, I, 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 need you to, I need you <laughs> to come up with a list of quarterbacks played in fiction. All right? Oh, wow. Think about okay. it. Think about it during the break, and let's, let's discuss who we recollect were the fellas on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Willie Beeman or Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Willie Beeman, I remember that one. <laughs> I got to go, Willie. He's young, he's brash, he can get outside the pocket. So I got to go with. I got to go, Willie. Jimmy Dix was the guy of the last Boy Scout. Oh, was he? Uh huh. That's crazy. That's a good one. That was a good one. How about? Joe Kane from the program. Come I was on, just looking. Link. I was just looking up. That was like I was saying. Joe what was Kane. His little, his little catchphrase when he got in the huddle. He had a little catchphrase to get inspired to know they were going to get the play done. I'm like, yeah, that's that's so true. How it happens. <laughs>
couple crazy. other ones I thought of. How about Scott Bakula and, and uh, Necessary Roughness? Yeah. <laughs> or Keanu Reeves and the replacements? Oh, the best Keanu Reeves! Johnny Utah! Yeah, oh yeah, I was I was looking that up. I was like, yeah, you got Shane Falco, but there's the that's not even the best quarterback he ever played. That's right. J- Johnny Utah. Utah, give me two. I mean, the best is, 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 is there was no greater football scene, right? Because I know you guys have been in Southern California see this all the time. That the group of bro surfers. Right. Right? <laughs> the dudes. The dudes pull their trucks on the beach at night and have a, a tackle football game with 22 guys, right? You know, you, you that happens every nightly in in on the beach in Southern, Southern California. California. Doesn't I mean? I figure you see it all the time, right? They they pull the the their, for light for light, right? They pull their headlights up. So they could play at night, Iowa Sam. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I live pretty far away from the beach, but I could definitely. That's a very nostalgic scene of all the headlights providing the light in the the, the sand uh, football game. And of course, there was Bodie in the great movie uh, Point Break. Going, wait a second, I know you, bro. <laughs> You're Johnny Utah. You're Johnny Utah. You threw for 387 yards for Ohio State to win the Rose Bowl. First of all, give me a bro surfer who's watching college football. <laughs> we got to do something for the well, bro A bro surfer who's watching it actually completely sober. Let's just go that far, right? Well, he's period. He's watching. I never met. A, a dude bro surfer who's a college football fan. Well, because they're always focused. They're always focused on the waves. Yeah, they're exactly. not. Focused, they're, they're not. They're not focused on. They're not like, waiting Saturday afternoon. Watching. watching no, they're getting. They're, they're, getting, they're getting up early to catch those early waves. Yeah, funny man. Come on, bro. He doesn't know who Johnny Utah is. <laughs> can I can I try to stump you guys real quick? Please, I was saying, please. This is a sports comedy movie from 1986, and I'll give you the name of the quarterback played by Kurt Russell, Reno Hightower. Wow, this one's gonna uh, be tough. This is pretty obscure. So this Reno is Hightower, Kurt Russell, also starring Robin Williams as Jack Dundee. Ooh. I'm lost. It's about know. it's about a game that a bunch of guys in a small town want to replay because Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. It's not I don't know if it's the best sports movie, but I remember seeing it as a kid and I always just would catch it when it was on. So What was the name of that movie? Uh The Best of Times. The Best uh, of Times. And yes. it, it's it's yeah, and it's not again, not one of the best sports movies, but about, you know, a bunch of guys who Lost a high school football game, and then they're all in their their thirties and forties, and they and they want to replay it for like reclaim the glory. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, tons of Al Bundy's in that one. There's tons of Al Bundy's. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, but it's a great movie. That was it. That was actually a, a really good, really good movie. That's so funny. And then you, and you, yeah, you have Jack Dundee, Robin Williams is like the dorky kind of split end, uh, wide out. Who I want, I don't want to spoil it, but. The first go around the game, he is not quite the hero, so 
he's got to, you know, validate himself in the second game. So go out and see it, kids. That's good. No, it's good. <laughs> so, cuz, I'll ask you Burt Reynolds in the longest yards or Adam, uh, uh, Nick Foles? I'm going to go Foles on this one because I don't know when Burt's getting out of jail. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll take. I'll go Foles. Who look? Who looked more like a quarterback? Did Jamie Fox as Willie Beeman, or did the incumbent Cap Rooney, played by Dennis Quaid, look more no. like a quarterback? For the NFL standards, I think you know. Rooney's character was was uh, I mean Quaid was um, was more of a quarterback, prototypical quarterback. You think so? The only yeah. thing is, I'm I'm looking at him with his hands on his hips, and and I, and I might go beaming. Well, you want that young energy, right? Or you want yeah. that savvy old gritty veteran who'll do whatever right. it takes to stay on the field? How about James Vanderbeek in Varsity Blues? I don't want your life. Mox. We just looked that up. <laughs> I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Oh, that's great. That is great. The um here's here's one. A man that should never be, ever ever wear a helmet. Michael Anthony Hall. Oh yeah, it's gotta be good, right? Yeah, it's gotta be good. Like he should never have ever been casted to wear a helmet. Right. See, even back then they were talking about recruiting violations. You remember all the things that Johnny got and that he was privy to? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny about him, too? Like, he, you know, again, Johnny Manziel all over again, right? I'm looking at a picture of him from the movie. He actually kind of looks like Johnny Manziel with slightly blonde hair. <laughs> he kind of does. He kinda, No, if you look at this, like, there's an article on NFL.com. Yeah, it, it's, it's almost uncanny. He kind of looks like Johnny Football. Oh, my God. That is his cl- absolutely classic. All right, so coming up next hour, uh, I guess we'll go through all the games because we do that every week. You guess? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, my heart's not in it, but we're going to do it. I also got to get to these rule changes for a second, too. All right? We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. It is 9 a.m. in the East, 6 a.m. in the West. A good, good, good Saturday morning to all across the nation. Look at Kennedy Anthony Gargano. We're the fellas. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Fellas hanging out and uh, obviously all over this story that Ilo just told you about. Involving Arizona, the latest, and again, the this FBI investigation, this is just the tip of the iceberg. What you're going to see is programs probably like Kentucky and Duke and Michigan State and probably just about every major and mid-major affected by this thing. You're going to be waiting, W-A-D-I-N-G, in a cesspool of filth, right up to your waist. And we're going to try to hide in March so we can watch the tournament and not think about it. But ultimately, we know what's coming down the road. 
the whole thing's going to get blown up. The whole thing. The whole thing is going to get blown up, and I don't even know how it gets put back together, quite frankly. But that's one of the stories that we've been talking about all morning long. In addition to NFL free agency, fictional quarterbacks, also there's some rule changes that, Link, that I want to give you. Okay. So you heard about the baseball rule change? That, I heard uh, about Rich the visiting Eisen. the mound, right? The the you can limit the number of times you can go to the mound. That's yes. one of the ones I heard about. Right. Which and then is, there were several other be, proposals. Which is foolish. Um but do you hear about the Rich Eisen one? No. So Rich what, which I, Rich Eisen uh was talking to someone in Major League Baseball an, an executive that said they were kicking around how about this? The team trailing in the ninth inning could send any three hitters it wants to the plate. I like that. Do you? I like that. I hate it, but you Why? like it. I like oh, it. I, I, it. I think that makes it interesting. That makes it definitely more exciting because now if you're trailing, and you can only do it for the put, ninth inning, right? Why don't they just put red noses on while they while they hit? Oh. Come on, have a little bit of just change up. Don't be one of those purists that wants to see the traditions never change. You got to change. Why do you got to change? Why do you, Why do you have to? Why do you have to gump it up? Because you're trying to increase the ratings and trying to increase the people that come to the games and want to watch the games. Make the game more interesting. They're not. This is what they don't understand. They're not getting them because you tinker with. Some ridiculous, like, oh, that's, everybody goes, what the heck? Go ahead. That's not going to change anything. It's not going to get people. Well, maybe to make it, make, make it more time, interesting. Could you imagine? Let, let me limit the eight times to the mound. It's not going to change. It's not going to, it's not going to bring any new consumers to the sport. Think about being a little bit more progressive. Think about, like, the Yankees lineup. They're top three hitters. Being able to put the, your top three hitters, if you're trailing in the ninth and you have an up, you're at home. Obviously, because that's the only way that you get it. I don't know why you want to junk it up. It's why not. not? It's that's not how the game works. Progression. Yeah, well, look, here's the same thing. When you watch the Pro Bowl this past year, they're, they're, they, they don't even do kickoffs anymore. Start the ball on the 25-yard line and they get the kickoffs. That's that's the future of the NFL. That's the future of football. Kickoffs are going to be obsolete. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's also horrible. I, I'm, and, not saying, and, I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's a change. And, it's a change. But it doesn't mean change for good. Baseball needs to change something. I I I don't listen. You know what it needs to change. You know, I, I'll give you what it needs to change. It's got to do a part with the one sixty two. If you want, if you want to drum up interests and really create appointment viewing, you don't tinker with the game itself. You make the games more meaningful. So if that means you go from 162 to 122 and you do a first half, a second half, and then a, a, and then an elongated playoff where you have each series seven games, not that stupid one game, which is so antithetical to baseball, that wild card, it's a joke. 
I can't believe this commissioner hasn't changed this that role yet. I, but I, I mean, go ahead. But the, make the games make the games matter because that's the true problem with the sport is that it's August and your teams are out of it and no, and nobody cares. And the season, well then, but here's the thing: it's too long. Here's the thing. Now, if you change this rule, because they're not going to go back, they're not going to ever decrease games. There's too much revenue is generated with the TV contracts, and so they're not going to decrease games. But if you make the games more interesting, like this type of rule change, home team, if you're trailing, your last, in the ninth inning, you got a chance to use any three hitters you want. I think that's interesting. I like it. It's horrible, horrible. To just like you know, just change the fundamental part of the sport. Just change the fundamental part. I mean, you already have you already have differences. You're going different orders. Orders. It's a You got a order. DH in one conference, and you got pitchers that hit in the other conference. They haven't been able to see the same thing. On so many purists think it should be. There's no such thing as a DH. Everybody should be hitting. I mean, you you've already got differing views. What's wrong with this? Because it's you have a batting order. It goes against the rules of the game. Rules, schmoles. Rules were meant to be changed. So many doggone rules in baseball from the unwritten rules. Uh, you know, you just don't do that. That's not kosher. You know, you, you, you don't bunt when you're up by several runs. Rules, schmoles. Change it up. Yeah, but don't put, don't change the clown rules. Man, it's not a That's clown a clown rule. rule. Make That'll it be happen. a clown rule. Make it happen. That's what I'm so, I want to see. Something different. I, listen, I gave you the change. It needs to happen. That's not going to happen, though. Well, you're, talking about the, you, you're not talking about the deflecting rate you revenue. You want to fix the game? Happen. You want to fix the game? You fix the game by making the game more meaningful. Because what we care about in 2018 is play, well, look at the NBA. The NBA is playoffs in three months. Right? Yep. Basically three months, two and a half months of playoffs. And that's when people watch, truly watch. I mean, the, the, that'll, the playoffs, are, the, why is football the greatest sport ever? Because it's once a week and there's only 16 games. That's why. There's 16 games. Every game is a playoff game. That's why. I put it, let's put it to a poll. I was saying... Do you like this uh, rule that Rich Eisen talked about? I am. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself one of the people who uh, have a hard time paying attention to the game as it is. So I don't feel uh, in need of changing any rules. All right. Let me ask you, Triple M. I've always kind of been like a baseball purist and not trying to mess with it. At the same time, this idea is kind of intriguing because you're adding that sort of level of excitement in the ninth inning, and I know that a lot it may draw a new level of interest to fans who are like, you know, if the game's kind of like not tight and you just want to add that level of intrigue, I get that, but mostly for me, I'm kind of on the side of just being pure to the game and not messing with something that is America's pastime. I, I, I just don't mess with that. It's a good answer. You still think it's America's pastime. <laughs> it's pastime for that. 
<laughs> I was waiting for that. I knew you were going to say something about that lick. I knew you were. Ilo, do you like this this rule, this proposed rule change? The price is the price is two hundred thousand dollars, Coach. Two hundred thousand dollars and not a penny. Oh, hello, hello. Hey, Anthony, how's it going? Hey, sorry. Just, I know that's right. Just on the phone there. Hey, do me a favor. With my um, stock take care of business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do me a favor. I, I need a uh, I need a two guard. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll search the cushions of my couch and uh, thank you. Try to thank contribute you, some. Uh, mm, I got I got like eight bucks on me. Is that enough? It's probably going to be a little more with, right. with inflation, cost of living, things like that. I uh, so I really would prefer the Gargano plan as opposed to the Eisen plan because the Eisen plan happens. What happens if the game goes to extra innings? What what happens to your scorecard? How are statistics uh, quantified if you totally change around the batting order? That, Get a better it, computer. It's just no. It's, it's too much. It's, <laughs> analytics. It, no, it's too much, and it doesn't solve the inherent problem, which the Gargano plan would address. And that's that the season is too long. The season's too long, and spring training's too long. Why do you have to spring be in spring training, training for yes. six weeks? And why do you have to play yes. like thirty-two exhibition games? Yes. Yes, Ilo, yes. So have you explained the actual details of the Gargano plan? Like how many games are the regular season be? Are we talking one forty four, one thirty like it is in Japan? See, what? Yeah, I would do one I listen, I would do one forty four. I would really love to do one twenty two, but you, there's too many games. They're not gonna they're, like you're talking about a third of the season, they're not gonna want that. But uh, or a quarter of the season. But I like the one forty four. And, and like to me, you lop off games. You got to make a first half and a second half. This way, how many times do we see a team get hot, like early out of the gates, and then it just it goes it falls back? Because the law of baseball is, if you're not very good, it's going to play out over 162. But this way, it gives you a chance to get hot, and it also keeps in like everybody in paying attention. So I would do first half, second half, and then elongate playoffs. Does that work for you, Ilo? Uh, not the first half, second half. Nah, no, like a little too, little too much for me. They did do that. In the, yeah, they did do that in the strike year of eighty-one. But that's yeah. because they had to. But one forty-four is a great start. I mean, ideally, it would be something like one twenty-two or one thirty. Uh, but the problem is. You're never going to let them cut down that many home games for the revenue from uh, gate receipts, even though it's probably better in, for the long-term health and popularity of the game. It is. It, it, it would. It just would be so good for the game. So good for the game. Better than that stupid. Let me put three, any three hitters up, and you're changing the fundamental sport. You're changing the, the fundamentals of the sport. I don't get how you're changing the fundamentals by just changing up the lineup. It would eliminate pinch hitters, for example, right? Well, situational okay. matchups, yeah. I mean, there's there, there's a certain strategy element that you're taking out of, but actually, you're you're just you're, actually take that back. You're not taking a strategy. You're implement, implementing a different strategy and having the flexibility to do it. Three new hitters in the ninth. But is that is that guys is that also fair to the pitchers? I mean, do you announce them one by one? Because if you announce the hitters one by one, then the other team is going to have to burn maybe three of its pitchers if it goes right. left, right, left. You know, well, it's, I mean, it's, look, it's, pitchers it's, to me already have an advantage in a sense where managers, if you have them on your roster, you can switch out after every bat if you want or every right, every bat attempt. 
Hold the thought, Link. Make your case on the other side. Hold the thought. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 50% or more car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas, Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy, and uh, we're having a little bit of a conversation here about the potential possible baseball's new rules. Um, and, and, I, and Anthony threw one out there where it gives you the opportunity to send any three batters you want up in the yeah, bottom of the ninth Eisen, or the ninth Rich Eisen reported that. that they oh, were Rich Eisen, that okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I personally like it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it adds a little bit of, you know, a little bit of spicy meatball to, to, the, to baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. I but I mean, I understand where the purists is. Ah, oh, it ruins it. And you know, like Isla was talking about that your store, your scorecard is ruined. Or like, I think it's one of those old arts that are out the window. I don't see a lot of people when you go to ballparks that are keeping scorecards. Not to say that it's not around, um, but I, I think it's it's not part of the millennials. They want some excitement. They want some some fire. And why not have the ability to send if you're trailing in the ninth and you're up, send any three batters to the front that you want. Yeah, I, you know, I just think it's way too much, way too drastic of a rule change. Way too drastic of a rule change. But whatever. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> Argument well taken. <laughs> I, I don't know what this like we're going to go back and forth. Or you like it, I hate it. You're right, I'm a purist. But, you know, I mean, I just, I, I, I hate everything about it. I do. I hate it. I like, but don't you know? You know what I hate about baseball? It's I. I also hate that the we're trying to limit them. Like it's important for catchers to visit the mound because right. you change up signs. You you got to do that. Like, you got to be on the same page. You can't cross guys up. It's dangerous. You know, stop trying to tinker with the game. It, it, like you're not going to get like ooh they shaved six minutes off the game to, on, on average. Seriously, is that going to make a difference? No, probably not. Of course, at least not. it's worth the effort. Is it? Well, I, I mean, look, it is. Well, here's the thing: if you have, if you listen to your audience and you have people out there complaining that games are too long, you're going to have to do something about it, cuz. You just can't ignore it. I mean, you can't just sit there and say you can't have that that stubbornness That's to say, "Well, you know, game. it's too long." The game is timeless. I, well, There's no, a but reason here's the thing: why the game's timeless? Yeah, I, look, I get picking up the pace a little bit, but it's not going. If, if kids aren't into baseball, they're not into baseball. The sport itself is what it is. It's not what's in and around the sport. Well, I agree, like but at the same point, they find it boring. Then they find it boring. You're not going to, you're not going to, you, you try to quicken it up all you want. You're not going to get new people watching the game. They don't like the sport. Well, there was a time where the the offense drived drove a lot of excitement. Remember the steroid era, the PED era, yeah, not steroids, this PED era, era. I mean, when when there were games that were on either the Big Four Network or nightly that featured, you know, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. Trying for the homework. And that generated interest. All of a sudden, you had phrases coming out, you know, chicks dig the long ball and everybody's watching the baseball game. And, you know, everyone got into like yeah. the, the, I remember being in Atlanta, playing in Atlanta. Everybody was uh, out for the, like the Braves offense because they were generating so much offense. Well, there was go, excitement go, go, allow, behind that. Well, allow PEDs then. Uh, you know, that's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
I don't care about that. <laughs> you, don't have to, you, don't have you don't want to change up the batting order, but you want to say, okay, everybody can have PEDs. <laughs> I don't care. That's fine. As long as you don't mess with the game itself. As long as you don't mess with the game itself. And, and oh, you know, man. like, oh, my God, I got to shave off five minutes. <laughs> it's not going to get more people. It's not. It's not. It, either you like the game, you respect the game, you like it. It's a timeless game. This is what it is. If you don't like it, you don't like it. The kids aren't going to like it. They're out. You know, my Mosmo just fell in love with baseball. Really? So, not even knowing. How do you fall in love with it? Listen to this. It's amazing. The power of of movies and, and to shows and stuff. So he, so a couple weeks ago, we watched Sandlot for the first time. Did you see the movie Sandlot? Sandlot, Sandlot. That was a kid's movie, right? Yeah, kids great, great, movie. great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, Triple M, you saw that one, huh? I, I, I did, I did see that one. I, I've seen it's my fair share of kids, uh, okay. kids, uh, baseball movies. Rookie of the all Year. Right. Yeah, the, those were all the good ones that I Rookie watched of growing year. up. You actually admitted that one? Okay. All right. Well, all right. hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Well, hey, if you're if you're a Chicago Cubs fan for the longest yeah. time, that was like the only championship you ever won until 2016. So, touché, touché. I saw it. Rookie of the year. Wait, which way? What's the one with the kid? The kid uh, he's pitching for the Twins. Oh, which, which, oh, what was? It? Oh, big little. Uh, what? I, I'm trying to. Th- I'm, I'm stumped on that. Saw one. that one too. Yeah. Um. So he watched Sandlot. Mm-hmm. I bet I was a big Sandlot man. Oh yes! By the way, the other uh, movie you're uh, talking about is Little Big League with the guy, yes. the kid whose grandfather owns the Twins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. like the manager, coach of them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, man, yeah, he ran the well, team. What, 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 well, what was the movie where the, something happened with the kid's arm and he was he? And it was, next thing you know, he's throwing like ninety. Yeah, that was rookie that was, of the that, year. Was, that was that was rookie of the year. Oh, okay, the guy yeah, later was, was one of the actors in American Pie, like when he became a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he literally, right. rookie, literally rookie of the year was the only thing he ever did, and then all of a sudden he shows up in America. I wait, is that the kid from rookie of the year all grown up? Oh man, <laughs> he grew up fast. Wow, that's wild. Um, anyway, when you, it's so funny because the power of the movie, and I know you, I, I know you love because I, I think it's a. It's a sweet movie. I mean, it's it, Sandlot's a sweet movie. It's a great. You saw it, Iowa Sam, right? Oh, of course. I had it on VHS. Uh, it's quotable. It's a great baseball movie. It's a great, like, sort of bonding and coming of age film. So, Link, you should watch with the boys, Link. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. The, watch, watch with the with, with the with the boys. The boys will love it. So my my two loved it, but my little one has become obsessed with baseball. Through the movie. So I take him, your Monday was the holiday, President's Day. Mm-hmm. So I get out of work and they're off from school. I take him to this indoor facility to hit. Right? So I got the two of them, they're hitting, first hitting off the tee, right. then I'm pitching to them, and then they're then they're working fielding practice. And and like the the little one can't get enough of it. He doesn't want to leave. All he wants <laughs> to do cute. is is like he's like Dad, baseball, dad. baseball, daddy, baseball, daddy, and it's unbelievable. Every every night I come from work, daddy, have a catch, daddy. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like I'll That's never, right. 
ever, ever turn him down. Like, you know, have right. a catch? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, Daddy, can you pitch to me? Sure, my man. The the big one wants nothing to do with He's on the iPad. Right. <laughs> the little one. All he wants to do, yeah, he's, he's turning five on March 1st. That's awesome, man. And it's it's adorable. And it's all that because, is adorable. And we watch this movie at, like literally every night. He, Daddy, Sandlot, Daddy. We alternate Sandlot one, Sandlot two. They have a second great, one, which man. is kind of hideous. So you got your you got your sports guy after all. Yeah, you got your guys, your kids interested in sports. And you know. it's, uh, hey. it's the last two weeks. It's amazing. Little Ann will be writing code someday, and he'll be creating games based on his brother's knowledge of baseball. He'll be like, hey, how can we put this in? So that, that's a good thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Take it away. Tell us what's trending, my brother. Anthony, Mark Schlebaugh reported late Friday night that wiretaps from the FBI's investigation into college basketball corruption intercepted phone conversations between Arizona head coach Sean Miller and a runner for an agent in which Miller discussed paying $100,000 to ensure that center DeAndre Ayton signed with Arizona. In a related story, here's the NCAA's reaction to this latest development. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Here's looking at you, kid. Anyway, the Wildcats (laughs) visit Oregon today. Get this, Bruce Pascoe. That was awesome. Thank you. Casablanca. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Bruce Pascoe of the Arizona Daily Star was at the Wildcats team hotel in Eugene last night after the news broke and wrote, quote, Players exited their film session at about 10.30 p.m., but Miller and other coaches later left from a side door. That may have been because I was standing near one of the other entrances seeking comment from Miller, unquote. Finally, in the NBA Friday, the Timberwolves' Jimmy Butler injured his right knee in a loss at Houston. He'll have an MRI today. While at the Winter Olympics, Team USA won the gold medal in men's curling over Sweden. Anthony and Lincoln. Why, thank you, Arlo. We're the fellas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, Big Link, do you want to do this? I'm going to leave this completely up to you. What's that? And, with the, and what, I'm going to, what I'm about to say to you. Mm-hmm. And that is, do we go over and pick our games? Yes. We do? Yes. Nothing changes. All right. You sure? Yes. All right. Still got to tell uh, 25. How, we got to look over it, you know? How were we last week? Uh, Ant, you were 8-4 and four in the 12 games that we picked. Link, you were 500 at 6-6. Six and six. That brings Ant's record to 17-13. and 13. Link, you are just below 500 at 14 and 16. So. I got to pick it up then. That's why I need yeah, this. I need no, this. No, that, that's why I figured that was the reason why. Uh, Link, yes. Yeah, yeah, we got to pick yes. it. It's tradition, but I got to catch up to you, Ant. Yeah. It's pretty uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, Triple M, I give you lots of props, man. I had a, I, I had to tabulate uh, the the results that I had from last week because I was handed a piece of paper from Ryan Dennis who admirably filled in for me uh the week I was gone and I had to sort through all those picks that you guys made last week to just get the records matched up. What 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 were I thought we did a lot better than that. 
No, you got you guys did really well because uh, you picked a whole bunch of games the week before, and uh, right. yeah, and then they sort of evened out this week, I guess. So okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, boys, uh, it's time now for the fearless college basketball picks. Of course, who knows? One shining moment. Is there a one shining moment this March? Yeah. I know. You think there'll be a one shining moment? I don't see it. <laughs> Give up so soon. Hmm. Oh, Lincoln, man. let's 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 begin. Pick our games. Mm. Michigan at Maryland. Michigan a one point favorite on the road, Lincoln. I got to go with the Wolverines. I think the Wolverines will take this and beat the Terps. So I go Wolverines. I agree. I agree. We both got Michigan. I'm with you. All right. Also, the SEC, number 19, Tennessee, goes to Ole Miss. Tennessee, a four-point favorite. Staying with the favorite, going uh, going with Tennessee. I am as well. I like Tennessee, too. Mm-hmm. All right, Wichita State, number 13 in the country, an eight-point favorite over SMU. That would be SMU, Lincoln. Well, you know what? Talking about something hanging over the head, there's some reports about Wichita State out there, so who knows how it affects them. But I still think they go out there and take care of business, so I like uh, I, I like uh, Wichita. Oh, we agree yet again. I'm going to have to start going first. Yes, you are. Villanova, number three in the country. Getting healthy, back. Talk to Jay Wright this week, and they are poised to make a run. They are at Creighton in a uh, pretty interesting game. Villanova, seven and a half point favorite on the road at Creighton. Creighton's not as good as they as they usually are, even though they're nineteen and nine. I'll take Villanova minus the seven and a half. Watch Creighton play the other night, and they just could not keep everything straight. They turned over the ball countless, countless times. It was unfortunate. Um, and, and, and dropping that game to Butler. Um, I think that Villanova's getting, as you said, getting healthy at the right time, and, and uh, poor Creighton's just in the way. So I think they take care of business. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you, Iowa Sam. It's a great tune. It's a shame the FBI had to spoil it. Oh. Clemson, 11.5 over Georgia Tech. I'll take Clemson and Lady 11.5. I think Clemson wins. I think Georgia Tech's going to play closer, and I, and I have to break away from you. I can't just pick the same as you. So I'm going to take Georgia Tech in this one. All right. A little bit later on this afternoon, University of Virginia and its stingy defense on the road against Pitt, a 19 and a half point favorite. Number one, Virginia, favored by 19 and a half over Pittsburgh at first, Pittsburgh Link. First one to win, the first one to score 20 points wins the game. I think it's going to be Virginia, so I'm laying it. All right, I'm going to take Pitt plus the 19 and a half. They may only score 19 and a half, but I'll take them <laughs> to cover. All right, in the uh, game of the day. Rock chalk, rock chalk, looking to avenge a loss to Texas Tech. It's a great game. Texas Tech, 
a two-point favorite. Kansas is hot. I'll take Kansas. You want me to go first? No, hey, I, I, you were you were directing. I didn't know if you. you oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I watched Texas Tech the other night play at Oklahoma State, and again, another team that had turnovers and just didn't seem that they ever really got into a rhythm. And Oklahoma State was able to beat them, but now with everything on the line, they have to give. This is basically a must-win situation for them in the Big Twelve title. I think they aspire. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tech. I'm gonna t- go with the home team. Oh yeah, all right. I got Kansas on the road against our Red Raiders. St. Mary's, a fat 19.5-point favorite over Santa Clara, Lincoln. I have to go lay it with St. Mary's. Still a little bit on on the fence about this team, but they shouldn't have a problem with this game. So I'm going with St. Yeah, Mary's. I, I agree. West Virginia at home, a 16-point favorite over Iowa State. This game could get ugly quick. I'm going to take West Virginia, Link. I have to take West Virginia. Press Virginia. I haven't watched a lot of Iowa State, though. I hear this guy winning. Wigington is not is not a bad player, averaging sixteen points a game. Um, uh, but I got to go with uh, Press Virginia. So I go uh, with you with you, West Virginia. All right, Duke thirteen over Syracuse. Give me the orange. Oh, I <laughs> got the orange plus the thirteen. How about you, Link? Oh shoot! I want to take the orange. But now that you took the orange, I gotta go. I gotta get away from you. Gotta catch you. So I gotta go with Duke. I'll go Duke here. We're gonna lose ground. I'm not gonna lose ground if I win. Well, you know, if you're going to get yourself, you might as well just pick what you're what you like. Forget what I'm uh, taking. I gotta catch up with you. You're out there, so it's not a stretch to say Duke's gonna win the game. <laughs> they could possibly win by 13. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like the Q's. I love the Q's in this game. Yeah. Middle Tennessee, number 24, against UAB, nine and a half. Lincoln. Middle Tennessee's at home. I'll take Middle Tennessee. Uh, we agree. All right. Uh, Iowa Sam, Middle Tennessee nickname. Uh, they are the uh, Middle Tennessee State um, something Raiders. Blue Raiders? That's right. Woohoo. Blue Raiders. Look at they, that. They've made That's it far. They've, they've made it far in the tournament, so I figured that would be not quite a layup for him. But with all the, they play, you know, major college football. I mean, I know they play at a smaller conference, but I should know all of those teams. They they ruined one of my brackets. I, I I remember Middle Tennessee very well. I picked Michigan State like two years ago to win the whole thing, and they knocked him out in the first round. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, let's uh, move further on. Gonzaga visits. Provo, Gonzaga, BYU, Zags, a five-point favorite. I'm going to light with Gonzaga. I'm not in love with this BYU team. Oh, the 22 and eight, not a bad squad. And they've been upsetting people this year. So, but I, I agree with you. I think Zags are. I, I think Zags are a pillar of consistency. I got to go with Gonzaga as well. I think 22 and eight is a product of a bad conference. Auburn and Florida. Florida, a two-point favorite. Over the number 12 Tigers, give me the Gators, Link. Oh, I'm going to go with Auburn. You got him. You're going to go down with Auburn. Nah. They're going to come up, rise the occasion, and swat all those threes that Florida's throwing up there. Swat them out the gym. Well, speaking of swatting, the uh, Atlanta, the Arizona Wildcards, who have been <laughs> swatted 
<laughs> Visit Oregon. Arizona, Oregon. Oregon is now a two-point favorite. Oh, wow. And I don't know how in the world. Do, you tell me, like, how's Arizona come out and play? They're, they're but, not. There's a cloud of controversy. There's a ton of guys who are thinking about what's going to happen to their program if this stuff is found out. We got to go with Oregon at home. The Ducks. Fear the Duck. Yes. Yes. We agree. There it is. Here's your top 25 and your selections for today if you decide to watch college basketball today. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back, wrap up the day's news, and look ahead to the coming weeks next. We're the fellas licking Kennedy Anthony Gargano right here on Fox Sports Radio. Life imitating art. Could it be? Is Arizona Western University? Ooh. Is Sean Miller Pete Bell? Is it possible? Wow. Right? Yeah. Happy, give me my guy. Give me my guy, Happy. <laughs> hey, Coach. Coach. I'm homesick, Coach. If I if I leave school, coach, will my mama get to keep her house? Yep. I don't know anything about that, son. Well, you better, coach. You better. You got to make a call. Call somebody. Of course, that was uh, Penny Hardaway asking Coach Pete Bell that question, and Coach Pete Bell gets on the phone, calls you, calls you your boy Happy Link. Yep. And he says, uh. Ask him if, if he'll get to keep the house, if his mother get to keep the house. Cappy's not happy, and he tells Penny Hardaway, you better be at practice Monday morning, coach, uh, son. Just like that. You took the money, son. That's right. You took the money. He corrupted it. So life imitating art leads us back, if you didn't hear it, this is from the movie The Last Boy Scout. Ilo, a great film, Ilo. The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> I actually never saw that movie. I'm sorry. I'm st- shocked. Oh. However, I'm an open book for you to sing its praises, so I'll spin it that right. way. It is the greatest bad movie. It's one of the great bad movies of all time. It's a terrible movie, but it's but it's so thoroughly entertaining. I know. I want you to listen to this because you. This movie was made in 1991. Listen to this scene where the owner of the L.A. Stallions talks to Joe, played by Bruce Willis. Put the ball down, please, Joe. No heroes left. Not anymore. That's old Sonny Werbling paid four hundred thousand dollars to Joe Namath for the '66. Son of a they've just gotten greedier. Out of mighty, when's it enough? Jesus, free agents. Gimme, 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 gimme. Now you got guys on PCP wigging out and shooting themselves on the field. The American public is piss pot tired of it, and they're changing the channel. Ratings are down. So you're going to bribe some senators to legalize gambling? Legalize sports gambling. 
You see, with all the heroes gone, legalized gambling is about the only thing it'll save the beast. You follow me, Joe? We're talking about some big bucks here. We're talking about billions. That's nine zeros, son. I'm not your son. I know. Life imitating art. Uh, so true. Even back then, the L.A. Coliseum needed more luxury boxes, but that's another story. <laughs> I, I, I've also looked into it. Apparently, it turns out there was a cameo in that movie by Vern Lundquist. He yes. was the wow. announcer. Him and yes, Dick Butkus. Yes, wow. Vern was the announcer, Lake. I don't remember this movie. I guess I got to see it. I, I think I remember the movie, but I just don't remember all these details. I didn't pay attention to it that well. But it's it's true, man. Life imitating art. The ratings are down. Now, if you're able to legalize sports gambling across the board, you know, what's happening? What's happening right now? Supreme Court's going to rule soon on it. Yeah. It's going to rule soon on it. I know, just like the movie. It's happening. Makes me wonder what's next, Anthony. We have to find all the Bruce Willis movies and find out a window. Was there a Bruce Willis movie where a baseball team trailing in the ninth inning could send up whoever they wanted? <laughs> yeah, and they faced uh, Robert Redford right in the natural, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. You have, if you think about it, boys, you have the the the, the whole blue chips thing playing out, right? Mm-hmm. It's playing mm-hmm. out. You had the last Boy Scout movie playing out. What's next? The asteroid coming? Could hit the hit the, the Earth? Well, then we'll send up a uh, we'll send up a hardcore case of astronauts to in, in an Amazon space uh, ship to take it apart and <laughs> ne- de- deflect it from Amazon. Built it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That is absolutely classic. All right, Big Link. Uh, today, will you watch? This is my final questions to the group. I'm going to start with, uh, let me start with Triple M. Triple M, will you watch college basketball th- today differently? I w- I'm not going to watch it differently. Maybe for the Arizona-Oregon game, it'll be a little bit weird, but I'm not going to view it any differently. Like I said, it's really not shocking to me, all this news that's coming out. I was saying, will you watch today differently? I will be on the, uh, I'll have my ears open for discussion about it and just the way that the broadcasters uh, mm-hmm. treat the games, that's the way I will. Or that's uh, what I'll. That's how you'll consume. Yes, Absolutely. yes. I know. Will you watch the game differently today? To be honest, no, because I wasn't going to watch to begin with because the product is not as good as it used to be. Ooh, you're not even going to watch it, huh? I wasn't going to watch it to begin with. Yeah. Wow. Leg it. I had no intentions of watching Oregon and Arizona, but now I'm just intrigued to see how Arizona plays. Right. You gotta watch so, it. I gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I think you gotta watch it. All right, uh, boys. It's been a blast as always. All right, you guys are the greatest. We love you. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. The fellas, we're we're out. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 